We are live. Gentlemen. We are live, guys. Okay, episode 91 with Zenner, Adam, and Gerard. Uh, with a lot to cover, man. And oh, we, yeah. were, we were actually listening to a song, Pope Imp, Do or Do You Want to Ride, and uh, Do or Die. And then you asked me what the other song was yes. I was listening to last night with Phil and Cherie and Mario. Is uh, uh, Maya, Best of Me, but the Ooh. second version, part two, not part one. With, I think she's got one with Jada Kiss. We were listening mm. to the well, one with Well, that's your claim to fame. You don't oh. like the main song. You like the, like their second best song. Side usually. B? Usually. What's Maya. that? Side B. B-side? Maya yeah. had that booty, boy. Oh, boy. There's oh, Gerard. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Gerard. Oh, boy. I'm just it off look, early. I call it like I see it, and Maya had... Mm. Maya, Aaliyah. How'd you see it? All the good times, huh? How'd you see it if she was... Was she walking away from you? I it's Summer Jam 99. Hot 97, Summer Jam 99 at the old Giant Stadium. Yeah, man. You know, she's still doing stuff. She's just low-key. Maya? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, she's still doing... But she still looks good. Yeah, she still looks good. You know, it's but you got to. That was a long time ago, though. Shakira, that was a great time. Yeah, that was. That was. That was. I mean, that was the MTV. That was the halcyon days of MTV. I kind of see you as a VH1 guy. I don't know why. I did. I liked. Uh, I liked the one with the bubble pop up video. I was a big pop up video <laughs> guy. I really you could did. Learn and listen at the yeah. same time. Were you pop, a VH1 pop, guy pop, or no? Video. You're jukebox like. 69 boys, that's you. American bandstand. Shake what your mama gave you. Right, that's yeah. you. I mean, I grew up on looking at two Luke. No, no question about it. Miami. That's Miami just, is you. Oh, you. No you, matter. You have a striking resemblance to Uncle Luke, as it that's turns right. out. Yeah. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Jew. <laughs> okay, so so we got a lot of crazy topics to go through. We're going to mm-hmm. get a caller from Australia. I think we're going to call him probably early to see what's really going on in Australia with that mm-hmm. video from Guardian that was posted. Yeah. I don't know. You saw that girl getting choked oh, yeah. by the cop. She kicks the other girl. Did oh, you I see, didn't this, see video? this video? I'm, I'm excited to see it. Kai, do we I have mean, the video? Not vi- the good kind of excitement. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty intense what happens there. So we'll call somebody from Australia. They keep throwing around the term New World Order. Like, like very, very loosely just keep throwing <laughs> did, it did out you, there. Did you see what Michael Burry's been saying lately or no? Have you been following anything? Like, have you been following which company he's bought the most puts on and which companies he's bought the most the, calls on? The guy from on? the Big Short? Sure, Call yeah. options. No. And they're saying Big Short 2 is coming up. We're going to talk about which call options he's got and which put options he's got put when you buy put you're assuming yeah. that stock's going up call is going up i'll give you the different companies kai can you pull up bo- bo- uh, michael burry's article from today business insider today he's got some bold predictions coming up based on three different indicators we'll talk about that uh new york city did you guys see new york city video the governor yesterday what she did oh Just yeah yeah national guard firing all the yep. all right, unvaccinated so, so cuomo's been out for how long now has it been a month mm-hmm. six, six weeks yep. he's gone and what's the new lady's name kathy kathy you just, just Kathy. Mm-hmm. I don't know her last name, but yeah. Kathy. But whatever she's You're doing, governor, she's Kathy. Kathy establishment. I'm a, yeah, I, actually, actually. Oh, what's he oh, about to do? Wait. What's he about to you do? You got a text from her. Wait. No, his license. Oh. It's not my governor. <laughs> Ronnie D, Get out of here. Ronnie D. <laughs> Get out of here. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah. All okay. right, everybody. This is Gerard. Oh, I'm just kidding. Easy. Oh, literally just oh, did wow. that for the internet. I, I'm not what even. A jerk. I'm not even. He just doxed me. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even being facetious. He looks like a mass murderer in this picture. <laughs> Agree? Holy moly! Yes. That, that, that's not the angry mugshot. So oh, you do not there, want to share a cell with that man. A, there's an actual reason yeah. behind this, guys. The, yeah. the the old wives' tale is to look as bad as you can possibly look. When you get your your driver's license taken, so God forbid you get pulled over, they're like, "Oh no, he hasn't been drinking. That's, that's what he looks like all the time." <laughs> <laughs> so that's the one way to get out of the DUI. I disheveled <laughs> myself completely. By the way, uh, yeah. so DeSantis, question for you: How old is he? DeSantis is forty-four. <clears throat> wow, I think a little older. I'm going to say I'm going to say fifty-one. 51. Tom, just keep it in his perspective. 
Yeah. You're never wrong. <laughs> okay, he's 51. Yeah. Do 51. you know the age or no? Okay, don't look. How old is DeSantis? DeSantis? Uh, 55. 55. You said I 44. I 44. September 14th, 1978. The guy's okay. 43 years old. Dang. Oh, wow. okay. he just Tom's never wrong. He's okay. never been he wrong. He just turned 43. Yeah. Last week, young ten days ago. Right happy there, birthday, huh? happy belated birthday That's, to DeSantis. He yeah. just turned forty-three. Libra season. Yeah, I mean, it's not. He's you a know, Virgo. It just shows you how politics right. ages you. He looks older. He looks like a Virgo. Though. Yeah. He talks like a Virgo. He talks like everything's you know perfectionist. Like type of guy. a Virgo. What's what's a Libra? What does a Libra look? Libra's talking balance, trying to figure things out. They're kind of you know see both sides of the argument. They're mediators. They're you know Libras are you know very different wiring they have. Hey, before listen, we get into the topics. scientifically proven. Proven. Yeah. The greatest sign in the world is a Libra. Hmm. That's this proven. is proven. There's no question and about what's it. What's the birthdays of a Libra? Uh, September 23rd, probably till October 22nd. Oh, my mom's right? a Libra. You're a Libra. And isn't Dylan a Libra? Dylan's a Libra. That's what I wanted oh, that's to discuss. Interesting. Dylan's, Dylan's birthday. How Dylan's, was it? Dylan's a Libra. Dylan just turned eight years old. Dilly boy. So proud of that guy. Young man. Stud, Good man. kid, man. Dilly he turned eight years old and he he's says 195 a... pounds. <laughs> he's 190 years old. Kids he's, got pipes. Uh, his trainer is Phil Heath. I mean, if Phil Heath is training for Perna from Mr. Olympia, the way yeah. he's going. But, uh, Danny, no. what's a deadlift? <laughs> yeah, Dilly's going to be about 6'5, yeah. 6'6. Six, six, Dylan's, Dylan's a big boy with swagger, charm, and a sweetheart. Very interesting combination. Mm -hmm. Very, very weird combination. And very nice gift you send them. Yes, uh, of course. Everybody sent gifts. Everybody had a gift wrap. Mario yes. just brings a gift, a yep. toy, not wrap. And <laughs> Adam always wants to save money. Yeah. He saves that money. Yes. He sends a video of yes. Will Ferrell. Let the boy watch. And I wanted him to watch. I wanted him to learn early. <laughs> and you saw the video. I recorded his reaction. I wanted him reaction. to learn like his father learned before him. And his father <laughs> before him. The Gabriel. 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 <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> okay. The By the way, Facebook and Instagram threatened with ban from iPhone after secret slave market uncovered on apps. Wow. Do you realize Apple banning Facebook and Instagram? It's a little intense right there for that to be taking place. I thought Facebook and Insta Instagram are uncancelable. Imagine if Apple does that to him. Amazon mm. is lobbying the U.S. government to make pot legal. Tom Brady is the NFL's most disliked player in the most in most of the nation. Studies shows, and uh, Zenner uh, says uh, that uh, uh, Brady carried Belichick. That Bra Belichick may not even be in the top three greatest coaches of all time. <laughs> he said he might not be in the top hundred. No, I never said that. I said he probably is in the top hundred. He probably yeah, is. But he is not. not he's not proven that to me yet. Let's let's look at the body of work when he's done with his <sighs> Sorry, career. Bill. Body of work. Tom Zenner, Bill. I guess yeah. <laughs> your life is not <laughs> complete. Maybe, maybe when he gets to his the fact yes. the fact Super that he's Bowl. ten games under five hundred without Tom Brady means nothing yeah. to name, you. Name, Zero. Name five better coaches than Bill Belichick. Okay, Go. Uh, Sean Payton. Andy oh, Reid, Don Man. Shula, Jimmy Stop. Johnson, Pete right? Carroll. Like he's got to go. You asked the he, question, I answered. Right? By, 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 by the way, you didn't even say Lombardi. Like Lombardi's no. not better than no but Lombardi. I don't, I don't go back that far. I, I prefer to but stay more Jimmy in the modern Johnson era. Jimmy Johnson and Sean Payton, though. Yeah, those guys. You know what? It's easy to just say that and laugh at me. But let's see what he's done without okay, Tom Brady when you, it's all up. Let me ask you a different question. You yeah. got you got two choices: Parcells or Belichick. Who do you choose? Uh, I would probably pick Parcells. I would pick okay, Parcells that, for, his, for Tom, his ability to build a what staff. What did Bill Belichick do to your this, family? This is not you? personal. This is not a personal <laughs> thing. It is. it is not personal. You know it, is. Tom, it is not. Tom's a media member. You know what? You guys like, like to throw. No, you guys like to throw. Out. What about the year he had Matt Castle? Brady was still on that team. His presence was still alive on that roster. Oh okay, that was God. his one winning season without him.
What do you? Whoa, t- the did, ghost did you look of Tom, at his record in Cleveland? Did you see what he's t- done so far this well, year and last well, year? Uh, there's two arguments here. There's yeah. two. Ar- and, you know, our audience loves sports. There's, there's two arguments. <laughs> this supersedes here. it. There are two arguments here. One of the arguments God. is the following. One of the arguments is if Belichick, standalone argument, one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not the greatest. But the second argument is who carried who? Brady Belichick. The argument of Brady Belichick right now, it's not even close. It's obviously going to Brady. He's proven the last two years. As of right now. Oh, because no way, man. Brady, by the way, isn't Belichick right now one and two? Uh, they're yes, one and two. Mac Jones said uh, he threw for two or three interceptions again. he got a rookie again. quarterback. Yeah. He's starting over. Always no, excuses. I, Always the alibis. Yes. Excuses. Wait, wait. But, but go back to it. You're taking Belichick over Brady? Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Here, let me ask you a question. If Belichick is so Tom smart, Brady, why did he get rid Tom of Tom Brady? Brady? Tom Brady why did that happen? job to Drew freaking Henson, man. If, if Tom Brady is a six-round draft pick of the New York Gerard. Jets, he's, he's, Gerard, a, he's no, a host. You guys, listen. Yo, Belichick yeah, didn't Gerard, play Division one football. You're both overreaching here. Is this an act to get a plug for VT? Sports. Oh, be honest. By if the that's way, what you, yes. by the, by the way, way, come to an important entertainment sports. You know, you know who the angriest person oh, listening right now? And you know he's listening because he's a big entrepreneur. The angriest guy listening to this going, Yeah, you're right, Gerard, is Drew freaking Bledsoe. Because if Marvin Lewis doesn't blow his spleen up, Drew Bledsoe's got three uh, Super Bowl rings and he's the king of Boston. You guys, you guys are acting like I said, um, Les Steckel is the greatest NFL coach of all time. I'm simply saying Belichick hasn't done squat. Without Tom Brady, nothing he as a Super head coach. At, at, at no, he didn't. He was an assistant coach. He was the defensive coordinator. He didn't win him. He was part of a staff that won a Super Bowl. Tom, I don't know what happened with you and, and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Everything we'll work it out. Don't Tom, worry. Tom's Everything's right. gonna be okay, folks. If you're listening you're to this, by, by the way, for the for the twenty percent of you guys that follow sports, here's a question for you: <laughs> Thumbs up if you have a choice. You can pick Belichick to build around a team or mm-hmm. Brady to pick around a team. If Brady's your choice, smash thumbs up. If it's Belichick you want to build around a team, around a coach, put thumbs down. I'm curious to see what happens. Right now we got one twelve two. I'd be curious to know what people say. Yeah, but I, I know we make this joke a lot that our audience doesn't for like you sports. Though, for you though, to our, but our audience, you generally think our audience doesn't even like sports a little bit. No, they, they twenty. That's why I said twenty percent. I gotta say more than that. Maybe no? twenty two. Maybe twenty two. We've been increasing. <laughs> well, this is a business perspective too. Like, okay, who would you build a business around? Would you build a business around a, a great CEO or, or your top performer? Like, what's if you have oh, to choose? First of all, first of all I asked this question from. Uh, uh, I asked this question from uh, who's the great player of New York, uh, uh, old school. Anyways, he's a. Uh, I cannot Football? believe I forget. No, in New York, he played for Knicks back in the day, seventies. He used to go to Studio Fifty Four. No, one at that era though. He played with Phil Jackson. Earl, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Earl the Pearl Monroe. Earl yes. The Pearl, yeah. And I say, what's the most important thing to build around? Is it ownership? I've asked this question a few times from owners, players, all these guys. Ownership, a rock star player, a head coach, a GM. Who's the most superstar. important? Superstar. Get me a superstar. Guess what he said? He said ownership is number one. No doubt. He said ownership, ownership. is number one. Then superstar, mm, then yeah, head coach, sure. then GM. Yeah, it was so interesting the way he put it. He says because if the like imagine if Donald Sterling has Michael Jordan, you think the Clippers are going to go be the next Chicago Bulls? Hell no. Hell no. He's not going to do nothing like that, right? So you need an owner at the top, like a craft. You know, you people don't give enough credibility to guys like Steinbrenner, like Jerry Buss. Thirty-three years of owning the Lakers, the guy won ten championships. One out of three years, the Lakers won it. So, th- th- that's the argument. Ownership, but yeah. superstar, after you have a great owner, hmm. listen, hmm. Yeah, Brady's don't come along all the time. Yeah, but you got to hold your breath; they don't get hurt. It's hmm. not even close. All right, listen, in the entertainment industry specifically, you can have an unbelievable writer, incredible cast. All right, but if the director doesn't know what he's doing, and the executive producer doesn't know how to promote the film or doesn't know how to, the, the movie's going to be terrible. How many times have you seen an amazing? Act? 
Look at Batman with Val, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, incredible actors, massive cast, all the money in the world thrown at this thing, and then you get, you know, bat suits with nipples. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some people the, like that. The Joel Schumacher <laughs> Batman. Nobody in the world is going to say Val Kilmer is a bad actor, right? Val Kilmer is a massive, incredible actor. Doc Great Holliday. Great security guard, though. <laughs> He's great. Uh, no, no, no. That's uh, Lundgren, right? The, Dolph Lundgren, uh, Dolph Lundgren the, with the, the, the Chas commentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you got Doc Holliday, and you got you know one of the great character actors of all time. He becomes Batman. And it's a terrible movie. It's always it's top down, guys. You could the 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 best leadership guys can create an environment for people to be successful, people to perform. That's how, that's what I think. I think look, you could be an unbelievable salesman, but if if they if you can't have a team around you that's going to be able to support By the way, sales, it's not even close. 90% of people say they would choose Brady over Belichick. Uh, um, they would choose Brady over Belichick. Yeah. What? So, yeah, as a player. Nonsense. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think Bill Belichick should be lining up across Tom Brady. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. By the way, what about that kick this week? Sixty-six know, yards. Insane. Sixty-six. Insane. You notice how we have, we haven't seen Paul Escarcega all week. He's a huge Lions fan. He's like on suicide watch right now. <laughs> it's not a yeah. good look. Imagine that guy. losing the to game. Lose, by Imagine the way. That's losing a painful right. loss from Off your own the side of the bar. field. <laughs> Off yeah, the, that's, uh, a, that's a painful the, the losing upstand. from your own side. By of the, the way, field. can you call that the greatest field goal winning you know regular season? Oh, yeah. You Probably know, of all time season. maybe regular. No, no, season. I'm not going to put a, a, pl- a playoffs. Yeah. But I'm going to say regular season. I think so for sure. Sh- shout out to your your new uh, creative director, a fellow UT alum with, uh, with ZP. ZP is a UT hook him horn. Who is, who is ZP? By the way, who is who is ZP? That's by the way, that's our new line. Who is ZP? <laughs> oh, ZP. <laughs> Yesterday we're having lunch at uh, where. We at at uh, uh, Gary's uh, farmhouse with ZP with Mario, and I uh, come and I joined them. Was Sam with us as well? Sam was with us as well. And Mario's like, you know, we're having a romantic moment here right now. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? They were talking about some show, and then that conversation went to talking about the fact that just three months ago I'm on a flight and I'm like, you know, I haven't seen Basic Instinct for thir- thirty years. I put in Basic Instinct. Kids are sitting next. To me. I forgot how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. By the way, fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fantastic, great oh, yeah. story. Forget about all the, you know, the 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 oh, you, you know stretching up. yourself. You can't no. forget about it. But, but I'm talking about like the movie by itself. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Richard Gere. Sliver no, came out. No, 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 Michael, uh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Sharon. I, get, Sharon Stone. I get those two confused sometimes. Sharon Stone and all her glory. No, the, so, the, the best yeah. was Richard or was uh, Michael Douglas's partner. Who, you know, kind of the heavy set oh, yeah, guy who's yeah. part of every line was a cliche in that yeah. movie. Joe Esterhaus wrote that thing and uh, smoking cigarettes <laughs> over his it pancakes. Was so ridiculous. But Do you remember the first time you saw Basic Instinct? Uh, probably when it came out, 1992. How, great, how great was Newman in that scene, by the way? Like, somehow, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow you got <laughs> Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah, you got Newman yeah. sweating bullets. Yeah. So yes. you let the boy watch, Dylan, and the kids. I don't think he's ready for right. Basic Instinct yet because it may uh, uh, fire him up a little too much. But I mm. think s- we talked about Sliver afterwards with, uh, I don't know if you remember Sliver. Oh, that's Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, Billy, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Baldwin, though? Billy. The, There's like 12 of them. I don't know. It was one Billy. Of them. Billy Pick Baldwin. One of the, yeah, Billy Baldwin. Mm. Which, I know it wasn't Alec. Name, name a song, Stephen the main Baldwin. song oh. from Sliver. We figured it out. Name Ooh. the main song from Ooh. Sliver. Damn. I'm, main I'm, song. I'm going to say I She Drives Me Crazy by the Fine Young Cannibals. Okay, Where that's a good try. This stuff? I like, <laughs> that's a good try. It was a slow, smooth, sexy song. I remember yes. that. Wise men say only UB40. UB40. Yeah, but it was a UB40 style. The UB40 Sick. version, yes. Yeah, great. Yes, so, I remember that, of course. <sighs> 
So uh, listen, Dylan, folks. if you're watching this in a couple years, all right, and, and you did get a chance to watch Basic Instinct, it's not the 70s anymore. Things are a little better around. around. Well, <laughs> the 90s were great for movies, by the don't way. Don't be afraid, I Dylan. The 90s was I, the high so. I don't disagree. <laughs> I think so. 90s had... Uh, like right. romantic comedies and just just yeah. they weren't trying to have an agenda behind every single movie <coughs> when just, you watch them. Um, I, I I think the grooming has has improved more than anything. So Kai, I don't know. We got it, Gerard. Yeah, I mean we got we got a lot of stories here. And what are the chances of us starting with football? Brady, Belichick, Basic Instinct. Sorry oh, for bringing the show down, guys. This is incredible. Hey, did, we're, you, we're, did you do anything fun last week by any chance? Uh, or, um, what did we do last week? Was did, Dylan's did, birthday? Uh, are you talking Rogan? Uh, oh, yes, you're talking Rogan. We uh, had a good time. Yes, we had a good time. Did you did you watch the whole thing? Oh man, I, I look. You're gonna think it's because you know I like him, we're friends and stuff like that. But I'm a big Rogan fan. That was one of the best Rogan episodes. It really was. Tell you me guys, why. You guys vibed, man. Yeah. You guys seemed like old buddies for like like you you were hanging out with like a a dude from uh, from the barracks back in the day. Yeah, he he was really engaged. You yeah. could, I mean, he just abnormally engaged. I it, thought. What was in the cup? Was that water in the cup? It was vodka. I have to stay committed to my heritage. You know, I, uh, Tito's in Austin. <laughs> Tito's in Austin. Well, uh, the Pat, one thing I heard... Went, when you went in there, how long did you think the interview was going to last? I have no idea. I mean, I, you, you, don't, you don't think from that standpoint, but literally, we're both talking. All of a sudden, you look at the clock. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to be late to my flight. Because they told me if yeah. I don't get to the, uh, 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 the uh, t- uh, private airport by 5 o'clock, that's done. I have to stay overnight. I'm like, I got board meetings the next day. So... Mm. Uh, I had meetings the next day uh, uh, that we had to handle, but yeah, we made it. It was incredible. The conversation was great. He's the ultimate renaissance man today. The guy is what? Arrows, hunting, mm. UFC, MMA, you know, the U.S. Open Taekwondo champion. You know, the guy's everywhere. But he Actor. doesn't know sports and he doesn't do NFTs. That's what I learned about <laughs> doesn't Joe Doesn't do Rogan. sports, doesn't do NFTs, he, doesn't do he baseball didn't know who Lucas is that, is But he's officially got an Anthony Fauci rookie card. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Hottest man in the world. <laughs> he's going to keep talking about it until it gets up, up, up. The uh, Was it was he the same off air or was he, was same he cool? Guy. Same, same guy. guy. Just the same guy. Man, mm-hmm. that, you, you know. The best, the best people are those that they're just the way they are, no matter what, whether the camera's on or not. Same guy. Just chill, you know, strong opinions, curiosity at the highest level. Great exchange, great conversation. And it seemed like you were asking him as many questions as he was asking you. It was <laughs> yeah. more like when, when Pat you, interviews when Rogan did you decide on you were Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Interview Rogan, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm curious. I yeah. want to know what this guy's thinking. I want to know how... Yeah. You know, when when you think about the most necessary people in America, I got him at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's forcing the conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. He is forcing you to have the conversation. Think about that. Yeah, without a political agenda yeah. as a starter. You got to respect right? he doesn't that. doesn't have that. No, he's telling you, hey, listen, guys, you disagree? Let's have the conversation. Yeah. How right. many people are doing that today? Not that many. Versus... Screw you. You have yeah. no clue what you're talking about. I don't ever want to talk to you. No, he says, come on, let's talk. Right. Yeah, plus he's enlightened got- going through COVID and the treatment that he had. He has a really interesting perspective on that. And yeah. it was pretty clear that uh, you said, listen, calling the other side an idiot never will convert the other side. Yeah, I know he's not a fan of Trump. He's definitely not a fan of Biden. Apparently, he's a big fan of Joe Jorgensen, friend of, of the show. People. Yeah. All right. I got to push back on that, though, for both of you guys. I do have to push back Let's on that. Let's hear it. Don't get because, canceled, Gerard. We will cancel you well, right the, now, son, on your birthday. The one, part, the one part of it that I did agree with is that that's a learned trait. You have to learn to give your, your opponents credit. And I do believe mm. at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, he did say that. You can learn how to do yeah. this. You, and you yeah. do need It's a learned trait. And I think we do need synergy. But I think also we lived in a moment, and we're still living in a moment, where people weaponized empathy. 
where an entire group of people took people's kindness as a weakness. And at some point, you had to be firm. You had to be able to tell somebody, no, put your, put your two-inch earrings away and your, and your purple hair and shut the hell up. All right, you had to you had to get firm with people, and you had to be like, no, this is stupid. I'm not doing what you're telling me to do anymore. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. I've acquiesced enough. Now I'm saying no. And if you push back again, I'm going to say no firmer. I I think at some point they pushed too far. They took too much advantage. And now the other side had to get nasty with them. Had to match that energy. Now from there, once there's a mutual respect, once you understand that, hey, look enough's enough and i am if you're committed to to disrupting my lifestyle i'm committed to living my lifestyle and then the chips fall where they may and then yeah. you could have synergy from there that that's just my opinion Jordan, i think you need to find a local mma place to go train because <laughs> i think you have a lot of you, yeah. you got rage you got to release you got to go fight some got a people. lot of anger after seven o'clock you and him should just wrestle and fight yeah, and, you I, know, yeah that's what i'm looking though. to do with my spare time yeah, yeah, I wrestle this freaking grizzly bear. all you have to do just yeah. tell gerard belichick sucks and it's on yeah david para over there to his credit David took the challenge. Oh yeah, that was big time. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. Escarcega wouldn't do it. I said, "Look, a hundred dollars. The three of you guys take me down. Three versus one. A hundred dollars each. <laughs> You're getting all come at the same wait, time." Wait, wait. Who was it? David? Who else? David and Paul. Paul and, and Nancy and Adam and Nancy and Nancy. I said, "No, no, no. I, 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 did, I, did, not, I did not get down. involved. No. I did not get involved. <laughs> no, a, Nancy did Adam, kick you right in the face. Adam was the first out. Nancy said no." And yeah. then, like the commie she is, waited for David to engage yeah. and then tried to kick my knees. Yeah. <laughs> so David, to his credit, at least it's a good strategy. David came all the way yeah. in. He he yeah. he yeah. he went into the cage. Well, you got to respect that. You yeah. got to respect. That. I'm thinking. So, I'm filming some segments tomorrow. I'm trying to go out with the, to the club this weekend, have a good time. <laughs> the last thing I'm doing yeah. in my spare time is hey, wrestling this grizzly bear. Hey, by Not the way, it, it could be done. Not the I mean, face with a little strategy. Face. You just have Not someone sneak behind him, kneel down, and you push him over. Yeah. I mean. The, the, it could that's be done. That's Tom strategy. Watch okay. out, buddy. <laughs> Guys, how about, how about we get into some topics? Let's that's do okay it. with you. Let's get into some topics. Kai, whenever our friend from Australia is ready, you let me know. I'm going to do one topic, then we go into our friend from Australia. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, let's go into uh, New York. Uh, an NYU professor says fewer men going to college will lead to a mating crisis with the U.S. producing too many broke and alone Men is uh, what this professor says. Let's see where he's going with this because the numbers are uh, pretty staggering when you look at the graduating class. This is an insider story. Fewer men uh, than women are attending college, which is leading to a mating crisis. The New York uh, uh, professor Scott Galloway said women made up 59.5% of college students at the end of 2021 school year. That's 60%, an all-time high uh, with a comparison to 40% of men enrolled in college. But Galloway warned that beyond the classroom, the gap is causing an existential threat to society and that we are treating, we are creating a dangerous cohort. We have mating inequality in the country, he said, adding that women with college degrees don't want to partner with men who don't hold a college degree. Wait, let me read that one more time. <laughs> mm. Adding that women with college degrees don't want to partner with men. Women with college degrees don't want to partner with men who don't have a college degree. The most dangerous person in the world is a broken, alone male, and we are producing too many of them, he said. Do you agree with them? So the, the issue I have with the college thing, right, is talk about a bunch of bullshit. This dude, first of all, the reason why these women at NYU don't want to have kids is because the college professors are telling them that their job is more important than anything that they're going to do as a family. They have brainwashed an entire generation into thinking these women have to have a, a, a career 
or a family that they somehow can't have a career and a family. That's number one. Number two, this idea that because you don't go to college, you're somehow going to end up broke and alone. Like truckers aren't making 250 grand a year. <laughs> like soldiers aren't out there getting laid. Like plumbers aren't out there with mansions. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is the biggest, the the higher education, upper upper echelon education in America is maybe the biggest issue in our entire culture. Because all they do is funnel ideology, and it's nonstop social pressure. Come to college, do what we tell you to do, fit in, do anything that we say, otherwise your life is, women aren't going to like you, no job's going to hire you. And then those are the same people that turn around and they think communism is the only way because capitalism's failed them because some idiot plumber makes more money than they do as a PhD in in basket weaving. It's all BS. This guy just exposed well, everything here's wrong my question. with higher education. Okay, go ahead. Okay, but, but Scott, Galloway isn't, Scott Galloway isn't one of those typical liberal no, college professors. Do you know who Scott Galloway he, is? Guy, I don't. Yeah, I don't. He's, 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 he's a, a different chief. direction. But still, no, no, it's, he's it's, a liberal. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a liberal, but he's not... He's got very good points he makes. We 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 uh, love Scott Galloway. Guy. Go ahead. Yeah, Tom, no, go. no, he's an intelligent guy. He's a deep thinker. Now he also knows how to get attention, and this clearly served its purpose because I saw him interviewed on CNN, and they almost treated him like an ally, which I didn't expect to see. You know, the thing that caught my eye, uh, Adam touched on it a little bit, but he equated what's happening as far as the uh, the disconnect between the proportion of men and women getting their degrees to what happens in the most violent countries and violent societies and saying that this is like the worst characteristic you can have because it leads to unbelievable violence. The other point that he brought up that was really interesting is the acceptance rates into college, right? It is so hard for people to get into some of these good colleges right now. When he went to school, he referenced the fact that it was a 70% acceptance rate at UCLA. Now it's 14%. So it, it's Damn. not... It's not as easy as just saying, hey, I want to do this because, you know, they're going after exceptionalism. And that's what he said the problem is right now is the colleges are only accepting exceptionalism. And and that's going to be a big problem going forward. Can you see? Go ahead. Before I tell you, you uh, give your point. Kai, can you pull up a statistic on men or women historically graduating with a four year degree? See if you can get like a 50 your uh, 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 number for us to see. Go, go ahead, Adam. Yeah, I think everyone's made some some valid points. I think the most important thing is that we're actually having this discussion. For so long, it was, you have to go to college, you have to do this. There was a blueprint to be successful. Not so true anymore. Now you can go to trade schools and be successful. You talked about plumbers or truckers, technicians, and HVACs people who can make 100 grand a year, making more than a college degree even uh, for a lot of people. Um, it's it's the conversations needed. You talked about Scott Galloway. I believe he's the guy that we read his article a few months ago about graduates need to be warriors, not wokesters. That's the same guy, Kai? Yes, yes. Okay, so he's not some woke liberal NYU professor or anything like that. But let me be the clear, though, is, that's not what I was saying. What, I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that you were saying that. I'm just saying about him, he's been very vocal of... Uh, he, he, he does well, like making what's waves. What's your point, though? Now, now give... Like, the, what the conversation do you think is, is needed. Yeah. However... Let, let's let's bring this back. Who's this needed for? 34-year-olds don't need to learn about this because you're already freaking graduated. 17 and 18-year-old young men or even women sure. need to be paying attention to this. So our younger crowd, our younger audience needs to understand, all right, this is a perspective. Should I go to college? Should I not go to college? One of the greatest videos you've ever done, Pat, was why college is a scam. Maybe it is. Let me tell you, if I'm going to a college at UCLA and at the 60-40 ratio chicks... 
Sign me up, boss. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but, That's going to motivate some kids. Guys, to guys go there's to two, two points. Just to let me clarify, I'm not anti-education. I am not anti-education. Okay, but the the idea that college is somehow the only way to get educated is nonsensical, man. All right, Tom. Well, we do, all know that. Do, do we? Education in in America in today exists for two things. All right, in my mind, not to paint with a broad brush. Very interesting. To make people obedient, and that's why there's less crime. It's it's an obedient school. It's a finishing school. Okay, it teaches people how to be good employees and you know listen to authority. And the other side of it is is it sells education. Right, half of the point of education, the only job you can get is to go into education and then sell. It's a giant Ponzi yeah, scheme. But, but to me, I'm going pure logic. Okay, let's go pure logic. Set aside the emotion. Look at the stats, guys. Can you guys flip it for the screen to show uh, this chart, please? Okay. Um, and and Jorge, do me a favor. Next time, don't put this in here because my leg hits it, especially when we got four. Um, so if you look at this, it says percentage of U.S. population who have completed four years of college or more from 1940 to 2020, okay? That's 80 years. If you look at it, it was closer. Matter of fact, we were not even going to college 80 years ago. So only 5.5% of the population male mm. graduated from college and only 3.8% of women graduated college. So if you put the two together, 5.5 plus 3.8 is what? 9. Nine. Uh, uh, 5.3.8, is it 3.8? So 9.3, what's 5.5 divided by 9.3? Do 5.5 divided by 9.3, 55 60%? divided by 93. So it used to be 60, 59% men, yeah. uh, uh, 41% women. So and on this poll, blue kept sorry, growing. As blue is male men, and male. black is female. Yeah. On this. So, but, but go to the, the, the separation has been. So don't let the separation look like a big number. Because it's still the same ratio, like 5.5 on 3.8 is the same ratio, but it looks like it's closer. Makes sense. We've been the same. So the real change happened what year? The real change happened in 08. 2008. Okay. So what happened in 08? That's all I want to know. I mean, if you go housing to 08 crisis, and you, yeah, is it the housing crisis? But what did the housing crisis Oh, you know what? Presidential Sally change. Sally Obama May. came in. Okay. So Obama came and Obama was, if you remember when Obama came, Obama said, you know, uh, uh, to get more degrees in, uh, what was he saying, education, lawyer, you know, go be a teacher, go be a nurse, go be this. So in 08, people, was, uh, the gap closed and more people started going to school? So, so then Obama okay. effect, Obama encouraged people to get graduates. I mean, uh, college But degrees. also, you get something to think about. There was no jobs. The job market sucks. So people are like, what the hell am I going to do with my sure. life? Sure. All I'm telling you school. is I'm looking at data right now. And then yeah. now women flip and they're taking a lead with men. Okay. So why? Let's, 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 think, let's process that from the standpoint of why. On one end, uh, uh, when did it become, when, when was the push, male, female, what year is that, 15, 14? Female took over in 15, 14. Go back to 15. Even 15, 14. Yeah, 14 women were ahead of men. So when did the push become to say men and women are equal? When did that push that, become? That was in the 60s. That was in the 60s. Yeah. Okay, so if you go from 60s, that's, I mean, yeah. so you got the push from there to when did the push become for women to become executives, entrepreneurs? Break when the glass did, ceiling, that yeah, kind of that thing? Third when wave, was that? Third wave feminism is early 90s, mid-90s, third wave feminism. Would you say third wave feminism is in early 90s? Yeah, my, my, I should know this. My sister's going to be so mad at me. Okay, but, but whatever the stat may be, there's a reason for this. So it's greater. And then what this leads to the more independence, I was talking to this guy, Marion Tupi, I think his name is. He wrote this book, 10 uh, uh, Trends uh, to Pay Attention to. And one of the 
numbers was the fact that he said by tw- to, uh, 2100, America's, the world's only got 9 billion people living in or 7 billion people living in based on how many kids people are having. So hmm. women becoming more career-oriented mm-hmm. when it comes down to a decision. I was talking to a very powerful woman in America, one disclosed her name, we're having dinner together, and I said, why don't you have any kids? She says, I wanted to compete with men. And I knew if I would have had kids, I wouldn't be able to compete with men because I don't want to give up that 90 days and then having to raise a kid and not being able to stay after the office. I want to compete with them. And because of that, I made it to the top of my field and I beat a lot of my male peers. Mm. Okay, so now if that competition happens and uh, uh, babies being born per, that number drops to 1.5, 1.4, 1.7. This is when the population starts decreasing Mm -hmm. rather than increasing. So we have to be around 2.4 per family. For it to increase. So 2.4 kids per family. 2.4 for kids. For the population to start increasing, you To saying? start increasing. At one point, okay. this is why you look at right now the, uh, the age, the, the oldest country in uh, the world from the superpowers is China, 36.8 is the Japan's average age. If you want to pull too. up China's they, average age. Because they did the one baby? Because they did the one baby. Now they're back to two babies, mm-hmm. by the way, and, and you know they're thinking about going to three babies. But you got the uh, 38.4. I think U.S. is 38.1. Go, go to U.S. So, now. U.S. is th- uh, average age. Average age U.S. is 38.1. Wow. And then go to India. Now look at India's average age. It's like 26. That's 26. Exactly what it is. 26.4 to 28. 28.4. Go to okay. Japan. Japan's as old. By the way, Kai's killing it today. So what, sp- oh, he misspelled Japan. What, what happened? So, so close, Kai. What, if you have, no, that's Whoa. what I'm saying. They are the oldest country. Yeah. Wow. If, if you have Japan. two kids... And your wife gets pregnant in China. What, Guys, is go it a forced abortion? Like, well, I don't countries. understand. How, that's a, that's actually law? a good question. I, I, I think back in the day, Japan is like, not close. It's I mean, that was a, a very question. strict rule. Uh-huh. Japan's 45. Japan is the oldest Germany, country. Germany, 45.5. Italy. Go to the youngest. Go to the youngest. Who's at the bottom? Niger, uh, 15. Chad, Uganda. A lot of African uh, countries. Afghanistan is 16 and a half. Yes. This is why China loves Afghanistan with the whole lithium. Zimbabwe, Zambia. Who else is at the top that's a... Nigeria, 17.8, keep going. Uh, uh, Congo, Kenya, mm-hmm. uh, Sudan, Guatemala is 19.4. Shout out to Mario and mm-hmm. uh, Rose, right? It's Rose's birthday Rose. today. Rose, oh, happy wow. birthday to you, Guatemala. Rose. Happy birthday to you, Rose. Yeah. Okay. And then we got Ecuador, 26, and then you got India, 26. So where's China so, on this list? China's 38.4. We looked at that already. Okay, the, there. The so they're thing, in the middle of the list, kind of. But Japan, thing. going back to the top guy, Japan is the oldest country and then Germany. Colombia. Well, if you have one seven, that number keeps decreasing. Huh. The Kids. country's got to average 2.4 2. Hmm. or higher. Okay? So you, both of you guys are kind of screwed the whole thing up. I just yeah, want well, you that's, what you're, <laughs> that's, that's what, what you're stepping up. We have a 12 kids. What I did learn from that you. list, did I see that, that Colombia's average age is 23, Kai? Well, what I've learned from hanging out with Adam is that Colombia definitely has the best banter out of any, <laughs> uh, out of any yeah. country. See, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? One, one thing about this is what, what about the acceptance? Of, you would think the admissions departments of all these major universities would be cognizant of this and trying to change the, the percentage a little bit, admit more I don't guys. I think it's them, though. I think that's way, way after. I think they're like step nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then what about, what about the cost yeah. and how that's inhibiting this as well? Because there is so much pressure on kids right now to mm-hmm. get into the college they want to. It's internal pressure. They're feeling it from their parents, and they are definitely feeling it from their peers. I mean, it controls teenagers' <coughs> lives in some communities. It really does. What, if you getting accepted to college, Getting into the right college gotcha. in their perceived mind. And you have one the, daughter that's graduated college. and uh, Correct. 
Ivana is Ivana's, how, she's 15, she's so she's 15. A, she's a sophomore kind of in that role what, right now. 10, 12. 10. He's 12. Okay. Yeah, he's 12 years old. I, I just gotcha. I really I really take a lot of umbrage with the fact that this guy somehow equates not going to college mm. with somehow ending up being broke and alone. Like 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 going to college is the only way that you're not going to be stupid. Well, I like, would argue like, with you, but you, I got to go define umbrage real quick. <laughs> and I'll be right back. So this is the I thing. I got to go change my umbrage. If, if you if you have if you have an internet connection, you you have an education. Yeah, if you, true. If you have a computer and yeah. internet, but you have an education. I think what he's referring to is this disparity, and that eventually is going to cause a problem, as opposed to trying to force everybody to go to college. I think mm. he's looking at the 60-40 and saying there's an issue down the road Do you with know, that. When I, my senior year of college, you know what, as I realized I had completely wasted all the money and time just on, on hanging out and playing baseball and partying, was I spent four years in college learning from and about people throughout history who never went to college. What mm. PhD does Tesla have? Like B- Benjamin Franklin, I'm I'm reading I'm reading the Federalist Papers. What a paper. freaking point! I, I, I'm reading the Federalist yeah. Papers, and I'm and I'm enthralled in my, my yeah, political well, science I mean, class. The percentage of the population Monroe went to college in, in 1540 was one percent, if this, that. It was there even college then. That is the point I'm but, trying to but make, the, though. But the you know the the to, the autodidacts of the world where. You know, you study on your own and you're curious. You're always wanting to learn and it's a never-ending thing versus you got four years to learn and the rest of your life is going to set you up and blah, 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 you know, all this other stuff. A couple quick points about college. Just real quick. We have confused as a society access to information Mm -hmm. with education. Like the ability to be able to Google something, memorize it for 24 hours and regurgitate it on a test is not knowing anything. Agreed. Kyle, let me get a phone so I can call this Australia. Go ahead, Adam. You have two points. You have a couple good points here that that college doesn't equal education. Back in the day, when we were growing up, y'all, we had encyclopedias. That was our, or we had the card People catalog. People used to sell it door to door. Exactly. Now you've got no, Don't walk internet. on this you've way. You've got Google. No, no, don't, don't, don't walk do this it, way. Kyle. Don't you walk that way. This right freaking now, son. guy. Anyway. Hover, Kai. One thing that, that, you know, college isn't just about education. It's just not about being book smart. It's about being social smart. Yeah. A lot of colleges understanding who to be friends with, how to network, who not to hang out with, yeah. how to maybe start a business, how mm-hmm. to, you know, how to interact in the club, how to go approach a girl. How many people these days never even know how to talk, call a sure. girl or talk to a girl because it's all online and, and dating apps, what yeah. have you. You got to spend a, a couple of years th- getting just rejected in yeah. person. It has Real to time. happen. Yeah. But, and college will teach you all these things that, that you won't not you access hear about in the real Shaq, world. So Shaq went on Tinder. What sure. happened to him? Did you guys hear the story about Shaq and I'm Tinder? sure he got blown up. Shaq went on Tinder. He says, yeah. I tried Tinder. He says, so I reached out to this one girl I like. She was pretty. And she responded back and says, Shaq would never be on Tinder. Get the hell out of here. He <laughs> says, I got off Tinder because <laughs> nobody believed me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you play that video from The Guardian on what happened with Australia? So, so uh, at the end, are you going to send your kids to college and support it? Yeah. Yes, you are. You're yes, gonna be like, yes. You, when you sure. have kids, you're going to be like... I you, don't know. I, I think it, you know, by the, in 20 years from now, we'll see what there were the games at. But, but for you, like, is, are you going to be encouraging it or are you going to say do whatever you want to do? Uh, I'm, I'm trade school, military, army, entrepreneurship, college. I'm growing entrepreneurs, Pat. That's okay. it. All right, how about you? I, I don't Gerard? know if you heard this, but 100% of the world's problems are going to be solved by entrepreneurs. I actually I agree with whoever that. said that. By the way, you yes. know, you know what I think Gerard's answer is going to be? What? 100% of his kids are going to go to UC Berkeley. Yes, yes, or no. <laughs> yes or no? Oh man, um, can you imagine that? I'd love to see them when they come golly, back and see Dad. Golly. Hey, Dad, you're that. clueless. You have no clue what you're <laughs> oh, talking idiot, about. You're Dad. so selfish. Dude, you know, the t- the, Dad, I, I really connected with this 
Twitter account. Super, Kai. Just super, go on my Twitter super, account. Pat, what about you? You answer this question. Too. It's like, yeah, is Tico I, going to college? Is Dylan? To Senna. Me, to he's me. already going to college now. They're, they're, their private school is seventy-five grand a year. He's going, he's going Dude, to university the right now. Them out right the amount of <laughs> the amount of books these guys have read. Yeah. Dylan Score came the other day when we're doing the teacher. You know, you know when you're doing your what do you call this stuff when you're sitting out with the teacher and they give you parents. Here's where here's here's where the average student is in America. Here's where the average students in our school and here's where average student is here's where your kid is at right yeah. so it was boom 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 dylan yeah. freaking dylan nice. he's an interesting but tico kid. does better grades than I, I dylan tico, doesn't he tico's also good i Both have thought about this and yeah. this is this is the truth if he if he or she wants to be a lawyer or a doctor go to college if you don't know what you want to do, if you're going to be a communications major, Kite, I'll, spend, engineer, I'll, engineer, I'll spend 10 grand, engineer, go, coder, go, go coder. backpack through Europe for six months, sow your oats that way, learn how to party and network doing that. It'll cost you a lot less money. Then come back, man, and be an electrician and be retired by 45, bro. But I thought you, know you were what I'm talking saying? about like, a communications major. What the hell is you this video? You probably internship without it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that one's classic. How's your day going? What yeah. the hell is that? Are those gators? <laughs> I just I just think so much of what we do is wrong. Like we were taught if anybody if you had to go into a, a trade, you were somehow a loser. You know, you 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 failed. You gave up on life. Now, you know, it, if I had it to do over what again. What was Army though? Army was like you're a dummy, right? You're, done. you're not the, you're, you're, it, it was, you're it not was, the yeah, smartest. The last stop guy. saloon, man. I look, at, I look at my God. buddies that have been working construction. They've been working construction 15 years. They got three houses. They're killing it, man. You look at something. My buddy's got a wife. He's got kids. He's got he's got a house. When when he got married early at 24, you're we like, dude, what are you doing? You're, they're throwing your life away. Now he's like five years away from retirement. His kids are going to be 18. They're going to be out of the house. He's gonna he's gonna have a pension. He's killing it. I just send it to you. So. Nelson Rodriguez just gave two bu- 20 bu- five bucks. His pregnancy after two, two children, she can be forced to get an abortion, also will force sterilization. It's also common for women to have unregistered children that doesn't exist. Child gets no benefit, including education. This is China. Mm-hmm. Nelson Rodriguez is that, is that, that. Is that verifiable? Like, my God. Can, and who wants hey, this? Hey, Nelson, can you send a link to verify this uh, yeah. so we can check China out? China wasn't playing around with that. Okay, so check this out. Watch this video. This is what just happened to, in Australia. And... And when I posted this, I said, can somebody verify this? This is a Guardian video that they have. Go ahead. He's choking me. He's choking me. Because she doesn't have a mask on. Australia. Let go of his watch, vest. Watch what she does. She kicks her. Pretty solid kick, by the way. Joe would be impressed with that kick right there. That's your tax dollars at work, Australia. <laughs> Australians are funding that with the hours of their lives. Yeah, what are you doing? Now watch what the guy says. Yeah, but you're choking. You're choking her. As a man on a guy, as a man on a girl, as a man on a girl, and you choked her. For what? For a mask? For not, for not having a mask? Look how pathetic you are. She doesn't have a mask. Are you serious? Are you serious? Just for not having a mask. Okay. For no mask. Are you fucking serious? This is a disturbing video, by the way, so, mm-hmm. folks. If you watch this, that's a, let's call George Adishu from uh, 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 Australia. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see if George, if you're speaking, I, he's picked up. So I don't know if you guys can hear him or not because I cannot. Yeah, good morning, gents. George, how are you? Good, good, Patrick. So, brother, can you take a second, tell us your background, like t- five seconds your background, and tell us what's going on in Australia. 
Yeah, look, I um, to I uh, I was actually born in Sydney. Um, lived there for probably the first thirty-five years of my life, and then actually had had to move into state for work. But um, yeah, I, in the uh, I'm I'm I guess one of the fortunate ones, more in the white collar and in a, in a good area, but um, not feeling the same for the rest of the family, unfortunately. Um, yeah, Sydney's Sydney in particular has been in shambles. Uh, locked up, I think it's in week fifteen now where you're not able to actually travel longer than, I think, about five kilometres away from home. Um, yeah, they're, they're rewarding some industries over here with, uh, you know, you can only work, but if you're, if you're double jabbed, so that's um, that's that's caused some issues, but it, it's rewarding some people and not others. And then you've got areas also in some of the more affluent areas in Sydney, which are not being really enforced. The rules where, you know, places, you know, that are considered more blue collar have the army and uh, you know, high-level police tactics units <laughs> patrolling the streets, making sure that people are living by the rules. So, George, the video we saw. This is not everywhere in Australia. This is just pockets. So, so let me let me give you maybe optics for us in the state. So, in America, California, New York, we know how they're doing. New York governor yesterday announced that they're going to be firing the un- unvaccinated health workers. And National Guard guards going to come out, and a lot of people are leaving New York. A lot of people are leaving California. And some are going to Texas, some are going to Arizona, some are going to Greenwich, some are going to D.C., some are going to Florida, some are going to Tennessee. They're going all over the place. What states are more like the New York and California of Australia, and what areas are more like the Texas and Florida of Australia? Yeah, no, good question. So the um, the places that are more like California are places like Victoria, so Melbourne. A lot of people would know Melbourne uh, is, is one of the sort of um, very similar to California. And um, Sydney, unfortunately, wasn't like that previously, but it's it's actually turned more, more, uh, <clears throat> more liberal, I guess, if if you want to use that yeah. term. Um, the places where people are moving to are generally more north, so places like Queensland. So you've got a big influx of people moving into Brisbane and Gold Coast, um, which are like the more warmer areas and a, li- a little bit more freedom uh, to move around and do what you want. How how, how bad are in uh, are things in those areas where you said uh, uh, more liberal. How bad are things? Like how how are they? Uh, you know, you hear stories about lockdown. You've not been able to leave your house for eight weeks, twelve weeks. You know, we read about it, but we're not in Australia to know what's going on. What would you say is really happening over there for some of us are, that are not in Australia? Yeah, look, it's. I, I guess what they're trying to force at the moment is compliance, and so even people who don't or have been traditionally against, uh, you know, the recent jab. Um, you know, are being forced to, to do so only because it, it means that they have to put food on the table. So as you mentioned before, but there are, um, you know, if you're not, if you don't have the jab, <clears throat> companies are giving you a, a deadline. They're saying if you don't have it by, for example, the 5th of October, uh, you'll be automatically resigned from your position and you'll need to find employment elsewhere. So they're, they're saying they're giving you a choice, but they're not really, you know, they're, they're, they're saying to you, well, the choices here is either take the jab and go against your principles or... Uh, don't put food on the table. And so a lot of people are saying, well, we have to make the sacrifice. We need to put a roof over our heads and, you know, feed our families. Um, so we're going to have to, you know, have to take it. Is there major protesting going on or no? Are people just kind of sitting back and are too concerned that if they push back too much, something could happen to them and their families? Yeah, no, it's um, so there have been protests um, specifically in Victoria uh, in Melbourne, which is probably where you've seen um, some of the heavy-handed tactics there. New South Wales as well um, has also had 
protests, but the police have done a really good job of actually finding uh, some of the ringleaders and finding them quite severely and putting others in jail. Um, you know, they're, they're, some of the fines here are, are very expensive. So, you know, for those that aren't already working, then having to, to fork out money for a fine is, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking for what a lot of, of people. What kind of fines are we talking about? Oh, it's, you know, $5,000. Five, $5,000 um, for For not what? getting vac- vaccination? No, 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 for out for out protesting. So, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, protesting for, you know, for giving a lot of these people are already vaccinated. And but but what they're protesting is, you know, people to have free will, to have the ability to choose whether to take or not to take. So, you know, unfortunately, there's the police are doing a good job of um, ensuring that, you know, people aren't out there protesting and, and we're not hearing. We're only hearing what's happening in the mainstream media. A, a lot of the protests, you know, what you mentioned earlier is they're actually being restricted from being put on social media. So unless if you're actually at the protest or you know someone directly at the protest, you're not hearing about it. You're not finding out about what's happening on the streets, the heavy-handed tactics. You'll see a lot of the the, the media uh, is actually being, you know, you know, taken. The videos are being taken by individuals who are then posting it up um, onto more of the uh, the freedom. You know, the free kind of social media, yeah, not the one George, that this is uh, Adam. I was like, going to ask you that exact question. There's a good friend of mine who lives in Sydney. He's keeping me very um, informed of what's going on. There's, I guess there's a journalist verified in Australia, Sophie Ellsworth. She said, this is talking about Melbourne, that from today's protest, no live vision of Melbourne's protest will be allowed to be aired, a directive of the Victoria Police, which has been deemed a form of media censorship. So my question is, where are you seeing all this stuff? What's going on in the media? Is it on TV? Is it on social media? Are friends passing this around? The fact that they won't even show protests, that's, I mean, that's some Big Brother stuff right there. What are your thoughts, George? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Adam, it's, it's definitely friends passing it on to other friends. Um, it's not, you're, you're definitely not seeing it on mainstream media or you're not seeing it on the, the main networks. Uh, it's friend passing it on to friend who, who's passing it on to another friend. That, that's the only way you're able to see some of the live footage. Have you um, had any interaction with police or anything like that that have been disturbing or your friends have been? Like the one video we saw of the of the lady getting choked out because she didn't have a mask. Do you have any stories like that? Or your friends have any stories like that? Yeah, no, definitely have. Uh, not not myself personally, but um, like for direct friends of mine um, who have been who've actually been arrested and taken to court for, you know, refusing to follow police instructions and um, – you know, sometimes they're enforcing rules. So the rules are sort of on and off all the time. You know, like, um, for example, up in Queensland at the moment, um, the rules, the, the, the mask-wearing rules have been more strictly enforced uh, because we've had three new cases up in up in Queensland. What percentage um, of Australians agree with this tactic? It, it, it would I would assume, assume it's a decent majority or a decent number if they're allowing this. What are your thoughts? Uh, I wouldn't say, uh, Adam, I mean, it's... It's unfortunately it's the the silent the silent minority that are making a lot of the noise. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, and we're sort of following a lot of what the minority are doing uh, or want us to do. Would so, you give us a percentage you know, in your opinion? Oh, uh, look, I, I'd say I'd say it's probably about it. It might be forty sixty. So forty percent want these strict rules, wow. and the other sixty just want to be left alone to do mm-hmm. their own thing. Um, but all we're hearing is about the forty percent and, and ha- what and what they want. Has COVID actually uh, declined? Meaning, are, are they actually making progress with fewer cases and fewer deaths uh, uh, in in regards to COVID? Uh, last last year in twenty twenty, we didn't hear about too many deaths um, 
you know, where it was sort of young people. The, I think the average age of uh, people dying from COVID up here in or down here in Australia is, I think it's in the 80s. So it's it's hard to it's hard to say, Patrick, if it's Crazy. if they're, they're COVID type, yeah, they're COVID type deaths or they're uh, you know deaths from other. From other, I guess you hear that the average age of people yeah. dying George, is we, in the eighties. Yeah. George, this is Gerardi. We've never asked you to speculate on that, man. Thank you so much for for taking the time, by the way, to, to help us, you know, understand this on a global scale. I know we have a, a lot of listeners out there that are that are very confused. Um, the the quarantine camps out there. Do you know anybody that's been inside of the quarantine camps? What it's like out there? Is this something that that uh, has been overreported, underreported? Can you can you give me any idea on on uh, what that situation is like, where there are actual camps where they're taking people who I, I suppose have have tested positive or actually in, in some cases from what I've read haven't tested positive they've just been around people who have tested positive and they've been removed from society and put in these camps for weeks at a time yeah it's, it's definitely underreported we don't we don't hear too much about it I think what they did is a few months ago they did actually ask you know they did put it out in, into mainstream media and I don't think the the feedback was overly positive so we haven't really heard too much about it since um yeah, they're, they're really controlling the narrative there. Yeah, by the way, I just looked at the number. Kai, if you go to Statistia and you type in, I typed in uh, the following search. I typed in average age of COVID deaths uh, in Australia. And if you go down to the Statistia website, uh, if you go average average, it's right there. age of COVID uh, deaths in uh, Australia. You got to go to Australia, Kai. Patrick, while, while you guys are bringing that up, we're, we're actually finding out later down the track, um, after the media's reported we've had, you know, for example, one death in okay. one part of Sydney, you're actually finding out later that that person actually didn't die from COVID. With they it. may have had COVID yeah. at the time, but they've had historical to. heart issues, for example, or they were cancer patients. And so it's it's hard to tell. Or they had a, or they had a motorcycle accident. Hmm. Yeah, they did. They die from COVID, or did they die with COVID? Yeah. It's, it's it, and they've tried to make that distinguish. Exactly. Yeah, that, they've he, tried to distinguish. George, right. By the way, right here, if you look at this, uh, Statista shows that number of COVID deaths uh, that took place by age, majority are over ninety and over eighty. Look at the and then over seventy, and look at the drop off when you go to sixty and below. Wait, wait, are those in the thousands or is that two hundred two hundred no. people? Number of people, Shumazon, September 20. That, 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 that would be number of people. 200 people. There's 25 million people in Australia. And that's over 80, just over the age of 80. This, this, is, this is September 2021. So if you, if you calculate this, male and female, say, say that's 210, say that's 450, say that's 350. So say 800, 1,000, 1,100 right there. And then you have at the bottom here is say... Uh, a hundred, say a hundred out of the 1,200 people that have died mm -hmm. are under the age of 70. Yeah, old Then 90% then of people that died are above the age of 70. And they, and they can't go out after 9 o'clock at night. The entire country is locked down on military law. Yeah. Well, hey, George, let's uh, maybe uh, try to think positive. I guess in three weeks from now, uh, apparently on October 18th, there's something going to be called Freedom's Day. And apparently that's when 80% of the uh, population will be fully vaccinated. And apparently your airports are going to be open for the first time in two years, I guess, uh, fourth quarter of this year. What do you know about this Freedom's Day and this 80% uh, yeah. benchmark? Stay strong there, George. The first nine months of two weeks to flatten the curve are the hardest, buddy. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's um, it's it's a carrot, Adam, there, but the carrot's been moved a few times. Mm. Um, so I'll believe it when I see it, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, they've... There's, there's a few times they've made promises when we get to 70% and then they moved it to 75 then to 80. So who knows? But if we, when we get to 80, it might then become 85. We just don't know. Um, well, George, yeah, appreciate you, buddy. Brother, thank you. Surayvet, yeah, George. And I love that Surayvet. You're like, send to Robert Spoiler. Basima, thank you. Uh, just two, two things, Pat, just to finish off. First of all, obviously, happy birthday to Dylan. Thank you. Um, you know, wish him all the best. And also, uh, I want to wish uh, my son, Jonah, a happy seventh birthday as well for today. Ah, Jonah, Jonah, happy birthday, right, buddy. Jonah. By the way, it's also Rose's birthday. It's also Gerard's birthday. Today? And, and today is also Gerard's birthday. Mm-hmm. And, like, what a special day. By yeah, the way, Jonah, yeah. happy birthday to you, Gerard and Rose. Libra George, season. once again, thank you for your time, brother. Happy birthday all around. Thanks. Hey, that's thanks. awesome. Take care. Adam, thanks, Adam, thanks, wanted, Adam wanted to leave him on a positive note, and I, I'll leave him on a positive note to all the great people of Australia. I've never met a single Australian in my life that wasn't awesome, by the way, man. The great people of Australia, there are 65,000 police officers on that island. And there are 25.5 million? million Australians. Apes together strong. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, you teed them up to give them some hope, and then they just keep pushing that that mm-hmm. that that little. Why wouldn't they, Tom? Uh, I know, Until, dude. Guys, the whole world's, and this goes back to what I was talking about about before, Pat, where you're talking about be a synergist, and and I get that, I really, really do. But at some point, somebody's got to be a catalyst. They will not. They're not gonna stop. They're not gonna stop. You have to force them to stop. You have to bully the bully. But, but by the way, let's let's talk about this. So if I were to tell you a year ago. Okay, that the person that's pushing back for the people to have the option to not get vaccinated in the NBA was going to be Kyrie Irving. Would you have believed it? If I told you a year ago, initially, I would not. Yeah, initially, I would have believed anything that against the grain would be Kyrie Irving. Well, there's a lot of things to go against the grain that he's going for it. So so for me, with Kyrie being that guy, Andrew Wiggins being that guy, Stephen Mm -hmm. A saying you got to fire these guys or trade them. Bradley Beal, too. Yeah, Bradley Bradley Beal, too. And there's a few other guys that are Mm -hmm. quiet. 10% of the league, probably. Yeah, so Kyrie was asked the question. Kyrie was asked the question about uh, uh, New York City because uh, the challenge is what city you're playing in, right? So Kyrie Irving could consider skipping some home games over New York City uh, vaccine mandates. This is a New York Daily Mail article. New York City has a vaccine mandate for venues like the Barclays. Center players on the Knicks and Nets may must be vaccinated to play home games and enter home arenas. The Knicks say 100% of their players and staff are vaccinated. Nets GM uh, Sean Marks admits that not uh, that's not the case with his team. According to a Fox Sports story on Thursday, Irving is one of those unvaccinated players. And while Marks are confident it wouldn't be an issue, New York's mandate simply requires proof of one dose. A report from Rolling Stone indicates it would be more complicated. Irving's aunt, Taiki. Uh, Irving all but confirmed her nephew is proudly un- unvaccinated. Uh, she is the executive director of Kyrie Irving's Kai Family uh, Foundation, which leads Irving's extensive charity towards blacks, environmental, and many other causes. Taiki said that Kyrie's support uh, supposed the uh, uh, injection to vaccination was not religious-based. It's moral-based. Unlike Andrew Wiggins, then Irving will sim- uh, seemingly not seek a religious exemption to his city's indoor vaccine requirements, and Wiggins' request for religious exemptions was rejected by the NBA anyway. They asked him a question yesterday. They said, so, Kyrie, uh, uh, are you planning on getting the vaccine? You know what his answer was? 
Uh, you know, I appreciate that question. Uh, that's a personal uh, uh, question, and I'd like to keep that to myself yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it's a personal matter of my family. So what do you think about what Kyrie's up to? I, I think it's a major problem in the NBA. Uh, it's going to get really, really bad. Here's why. Because the uh, NBA PA is protecting the players. So mandating vaccinations for NBA players will never happen. It's a non-starter. The, le- the union is very staunch in the fact that that's not going to happen. So now what's happening is you're having a who, lot... Who's of- the lead union president? Is it still Paul or is it, who, who is... Uh, yes, I believe it's still CP3? Chris Paul as a player, but I, I they have a very... It's, um- CJ McCollum now is it or he's the the next maybe I mean okay. they're the leadership committee for the NBA as far as the players and but there's a full time job someone making a couple million that that is you know executive over all of this Look, whoever it is is LeBron James <laughs> right I mean, eventually he, uh, so Kyrie Irving showed up via Zoom yesterday he didn't show up at media day. He, as of right now, he can't play their home games. He can't play against the Knicks, and he can't play against the Warriors. And they're saying about 10% of the league right now is not going to get vaccinated. And the problem is you, it's mandated for coaches and administrators, referees and everything like that. You are going to see so much friction now from front office personnel that are upset that they might, in their minds, be exposed to the virus by these mm-hmm. players that aren't vaccinated. And it's it, the season's two weeks from starting. So these games are going to be missed very, very soon, and it's only going to get worse because they will. Not, Bradley Beal is not going to get vaccinated. Andrew Wiggins will not get vaccinated. And he's already been rejected for asking for a religious exemption. He didn't get it. So the line has been drawn in the sand, and and he's got a big, big problem in the NBA to deal with this and, and keep these players happy and, and prevent a revolt. Because that's where it's going. Adam, who's going to be revolting, you think? Um, the people that are vaccinated and have very strong feelings about it against the people that refuse. The players, the small percentage yeah, I think of players that, that refuse. Are, uh, the, the people are going to be pushing back, I think, are the, the, the older personnel or older coaches with older family members or with young kids that they're concerned with. 90% of the NBA has been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So you're hearing a couple voices come out there that have not been vaccinated. A lot of teams... I think the look, the bottom line is people have an issue with mandates. That's what we're talking about here. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. You don't have to jab your body if you don't want to do it. Bradley Beal came out and he actually was, dude, so smooth, so chill. He's like, look, I'm not getting vaccinated. I had COVID. I'm good. Very monotone, chill. He's like, my parents got it. My aunt's got it. My uncle's got it. I'm just not getting it. I'm good. If he doesn't want to get it and he's calm and collective about it, what type of reasoning do you have to force someone to get it? That's the problem. What type of reason does anybody have to force anybody to do anything? This isn't a medical issue. To your point, you're 100% right. Medical issue has gone out the window. This is a mm-hmm. civil rights issue. This is the civil rights issue of our life. This is something we just talked about China. Imagine a situation. Imagine an environment where you have to ask the government's permission to have kids. You mm. wouldn't have, you, Brooklyn would not be allowed in your life. You would have to ask their permission if it's okay for you and your wife to bring life into this world. I mean, we, we're literally, I mean, it's a joke that they're telling us how to breathe. How are we allowed to breathe? We're allowed to go outside. If we sit down, you can breathe with no mask. COVID floats. It's in the air. If you're under five foot, never have to wear a mask, obviously, because mm-hmm. COVID floats, right? How you're allowed to breathe. What you're allowed to do. How you're allowed to work. We have to push back. Biden's saying that when, when are we getting back to normal? Did you hear what he said? 97% <laughs> vaccinated. 97%. 
If we don't push back, why would they ever stop? And I'll tell you what, support these players. Support them. Support Be- support Beasley up in up in Buffalo. Even if you think this medication is the greatest medication of all time, and it might be. It's it's not okay. This is it, it, this is not okay at all that we're allowing social stratification based on what the elites want and what they don't. To be clear, you're 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 again, this goes back to mandates. Someone wants to do it, they should do it. Dude, it's more than mandates. This is this goes way beyond mandates. This is way beyond mandates. This is social stratification. This well, is this for, is for those of us that don't know what that is. What is social stratification? This this is aristocrats and plebeians. This is Jim Crow. This is vaccinated, you know, front of the bus, unvaccinated back of the bus. This is the the teammates, okay? Mm-hmm. If you believed in any sort of segregation, all right? If you thought when you watched Jackie Robinson, when you watched the movie, and you said that that would never be me, I would never be one of those people that looks at Jackie Robinson and says he can't eat in here. He this is this is this is a, a whites only diner, all right. And you thought you you saw that happen, and you said that is horrible. That's deplorable. How could those people do that? And you're one of these people that would kick a vac- an, a, an unvaccinated person out of the restaurant right now. Guess what? You know exactly who you are. You're fine with segregation. You're I, fine I see, with social I, stratification. I, I, I see your point. I do think that's a stretch, though. However, I do see your point. I think there's to, to equate full-on racism and prejudice and bigotry with, hey, if you're not vaccinated, you can't be here. How? A lot of these businesses have the choice to say, look, sorry, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in. That's what's going on in New York City right now. Dude, they, they, they but, have that choice. Okay, but you have to understand that argument was made for racism. Oh, you know, they're, they're, these, they're, they just don't have the education that we have. They, they grow up, they're dirty people. Like, they, like you, can, you can justify any sort of segregation. Yeah. Any know, sort, it could be justified. It's the people who look at it and say, man, I, I, I'm not going to, no, absolutely yeah. not. I don't care. This is my brother. This is, this is, this is my friend. He's so an American. What, what gonna, he gonna, has the right to live have his to, life the way gonna he They're going to have to prepare themselves for the fact that games are going to be altered because of this. I mean, they're not going to change their mind, all right? How, how are the Wizards going to win without Bradley Beal half their games? Well, Good. Or in New York. This yeah. is, yeah. Dude, We've this all is realized bigger than that an NBA regular season game. Kyrie man. is very cool missing 40 games a season. <laughs> well, that, that would just be a normal never season a for the Nets. That's right? okay? <laughs> so You know, I could see a guy like Steve Kerr losing his mind with Andrew Wiggins yeah. not getting vaccinated. Can I ask and, you a question? Why, why does New York need the National Guard? To replace unvaccinated health workers. Don't yeah. don't go conspiracy. Just go simple. Uh, you're a regular person. You don't look into conspiracies. You don't think mm-hmm. 9/11 or JFK. You just you just follow black and white. Why does New York say we may use National Guard to replace unvaccinated health workers? My my first thought would be to create the illusion that this is the a crisis of the highest order. And that if they had to bring in the National Guard, then you have to believe us about how bad this is. That, that was my first. No, topic. but to replace them is what. If, if this crisis is half as bad as 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 we're we're you know meant to believe it is, then imagine actually saying you know the the, the hospitals are busting out of the gills, so we're going to fire half of our staff. And who knows more about this stuff? And, and than replace them. them with untrained mm-hmm. medical professionals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say ten percent? What was the number? On what? You said. There, I, didn't, there, I didn't say percentage. I just said National Guard. New York, re- New York may use national. Kai, can you pull up the story from the Guardian? I just want to read this whole story here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Hochul, Hochul is the last name. Hochul, H O C H U L. So uh, New York may use National Guard to replace guys. If we can flip the camera on the back end, thank you. Replace uh, unvaccinated health workers. Uh, go a little lower. Go a little lower. The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, is considering using National Guard out of uh, state medical workers to. 
fill hospital staffing shortages as tens of thousands of workers are unlikely to meet a Monday deadline for mandated COVID-19 vaccinations. The plan outlined a statement would allow the governor to declare a state of emergency and thereby increase the supply of healthcare workers to include licensed professionals from other states and countries as well as retired nurses. Hochul state, uh, said the state was also looking at Nash, using National Guard officers with medical, okay, got it, to keep hospitals and other medical facilities adequately staffed. Some 16% of the state's 450,000 hospital staff or roughly 70,000 workers have not yet been fully vaccinated. The governor's office, so 16% of the 70,000 out of 450,000 hospital staff has not yet been vaccinated. We are still in battle against COVID to protect our loved ones. I commend all the healthcare workers who have stepped out to get themselves vaccinated. And I urge all the remaining healthcare workers who are unvaccinated mm-hmm. to do so now so they can continue providing care. The plan comes amid a broader battle between the state and federal government leaders pushing for vaccine mandates to help counter the highly infectious Delta variant of the coronavirus and workers who are against inoculation requirements. Some on religious grounds on Sunday, Hochul attended some church service uh, to uh, ask Christians to help promote vaccines. I need you to be my apostles. Wow. Okay, great. Uh, I need you to go out and talk about it and say we owe this to each other. And she said this to congregants at Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get the vaccine because I love you and I want you to live. Healthcare workers are going to say, How do you process that last point as a Christian, as a believer? When someone uses the, Jesus would First want all, this, you, go get vaccinated. You, no, you have to know that that argument was the worst argument to make because God gives everybody what? Free will, right? Yeah. What's free will? You choose what mm-hmm. you want to do. And most of the problems that we have in our lives, it's self-inflicted. We don't, you know, if you think about most of your problems you had in your life, it's not from the outset. It's probably from the inside. Decisions we Decisions. made, things that we did. So for you to say, you know, Jesus, use Jesus card to get me to say, hey, listen, son, I love you so much, but you better get your ass vaccinated or else. Like, there's a little yeah, bit of that, Jesus right? Yeah, I find you. it very Look, I, here's, here's what I will tell you in regards to this. There's no question the Delta variant is probably stronger than the COVID that came, just from the stories that I'm hearing about. And this is not one case, two case, five cases, 10 cases. I'm talking hundreds of cases of people mm-hmm. that I'm in communication with that they're going through it. I had COVID, you had COVID, wasn't pretty, okay? Mm-hmm. We didn't enjoy it. We went and got tested on the same day. You came out negative, I came positive, and I still had to go. Was mm-hmm. I lost, how much weight did you see me lose when I went I would say 15, 20 pounds. You were you skinny You didn't recognize me when yeah. you saw me. Yeah, I that, recognize you. I was like, you got to go eat a sandwich. You're you like, got, I can't keep nothing I couldn't down. eat anything. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't eat anything, right? So then the Delta comes up, Yeah. and I told you a story about my dad right. and my uh, 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 Melva, both being vaccinated. He's 79. He had COVID and he had pneumonia. I don't know what would have had him if he wouldn't have had the, the vaccination. Yeah, the vaccination. So it likely helped him. I, I, I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. I'm in my skeptic side from odds. I'm saying 80% chance it helped him. I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. So thank God, you know, he's still here right now for the doctors uh, who were uh, pushed and challenged by the president to come up with the vaccine three days after the election was over with that they finally came up and nobody thought this was going to come out in 18 months more power to them for them to come out and bring that uh, option out there for people but the force part man the biggest thing is the force part buddy it's the biggest thing you know you know when i chose to be in the military the choice you make when you join the army you are government Mm -hmm. property that's what you are when you join the army the government owns you. G.I. Joe. Government yeah. issued Joe. Government owns oh, wow. you. Literally, the government owns your body wow. for the contract you that you You told signed. the story on Rogan where you went in. Yeah, 11 shots. And by the way, did you see how many people commented on the bottom of what they said? People were messaging me saying the fact that 
Yep, that's ex- he says. The people said, if you were in the military, you know exactly what Pat is talking about. Yep. Because we all went through mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. a line. You just go through it. There's no questions. No, you can't ask nothing. What's the side effects of this? Ah, oh, shut up. Pop, 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 <laughs> yeah, pop. Right. You're just kind of going through is it. Is that right? part, of the reason, I'm part of the reason why you do not like mandates? Because you were mandated as a part of the military. This is what you have to do. Follow no, orders. Buddy, and you're like, look, bro, I'm free now. I'm good. Dude, we're in America because yeah. it's free. What are we talking Can about? I ask the whole, what, what the benefit like America mandates? offers, the benefit America offers is for you to choose. Steve, mm-hmm. America, uh, what America offers. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I, I think the, if the 97%, 3%, is poof, to get to 97%, which stories? 97%? Well, it's impossible. What, what, no, that's which, what Biden said. Where, where did, is said it in one of these stories? Where? No, I don't no? think so. But can you, you pull up Biden 97%? I'd like to see that. Pull, find Biden number. 97% Right vaccine. now, what are we at? 70% if that? Which is pretty good, I think. Vaccine, ninety-seven percent. Kai just put Biden. Holy shit! This guy's writing a novel. Just type in. There you go, freaking <laughs> Kai, buddy. Back to him. Biden wants ninety-seven percent of the country to be vaccinated. Uh, okay, runs on United States. Okay, here we go. Reporter, how many Americans need to be vaccinated to get us back to normal? By ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent. I think we'll get awful, awfully close. But I'm not the scientist. I think one thing is for certain: a quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated and us not continue to have a problem well his math is yeah. way off bro 97 to 98 yeah, uh, yeah. how does he even think that's realistic <laughs> like he can't even well you set the bar so high it's insane well they're, they're also going to start they an excuse they're, they're doing crazy stuff they're making experimental rna vaccines that are going into lettuce and other other food products where they're going to put the vaccine well in. luckily you're not eating any of that <laughs> so you're good <laughs> yeah, they, they sneak lettuce onto a cheeseburger every now and then they might still get me let me tell you, bro. I, Take it off, G. Going, going back with uh, what 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 uh, Hochul said, man. When she brought Jesus into it, I mean that's t- that is such a grimy political move. It's also somebody that's never read the Bible, like even once. Jesus died fighting the hierarchy. Yeah, he, he fought the hierarchy. He flipped over the tables of the Jews who went in and made deals with the Romans. Jesus was was a, was a political rebel. So for her to be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, hey, guys. To, to me, Jesus of, was a Jew. On behalf so. of Dude, the, my the, people, the, who it, Jesus was one. That's yeah, my bad. The, the, the king of. Pat's you know, giving it, me the. The point is, guys. The point is that that you know, for her to use Jesus to be like. Do what authority tells you to do when it was literally the guy yeah. got well, he got well, pinned to do a cross. Right for the, uh, I, I would say this. It, it sounds like she's desperate to pull off some sort of agenda that she has, and she's incapable of rational thinking. Do what's when right you go to churches mankind. and you're not known for doing that on a regular basis and then trying to plead with them in the manner that she did, mm. Tom, it's can, crazy. Can I, can I ask Adam for a second, seriously? I mean, you, you asked Pat a question. Not, not, you need to prove your work, man. When you ask Pat, what do you have against mandates? That's what kind, Dude, what do you have for mandates? What what is it about mandates who, that you who said that I'm pro mandate? Nice try, Gerard. Wait, Good wait, luck. Wait, and it, seriously, if you're asking, what does he have That's against? That's not mandates, what I asked him. Or, I said, is that part of the reason because of the military forced him to take shots? Okay, That's fair. Nice let, try, Gerard. Fair. Let me ask it then specifically. No, you're done. You got no, shut me, down. No, you're done. Absolutely. I don't not. give a shit if it's your birthday. Hey. You just got shut no, down, no, no, Gerard. No, no, no. You're I'm trying to wrestle you right now. You're trying to avoid the question. You're trying to use. You're trying to avoid the question. No, Gerard. You're trying to use social stratification to to use to uproot the coagulation of your argument. I've read the thesaurus, Gerard. Nice try. You got 25 minutes to answer the question. What is it about mandates that you think 
they're okay. I don't think they're okay. That's the whole point of my question. That was my whole point is that I don't think mandates are okay. Nice try. Dude, then you're asking what the fact that the military, right, is somehow the reasoning behind him saying no to, to, to the I force. I said part of the reason. You got to go back and listen, Gerard. Okay. Yeah. So everybody, everybody else that's okay with the mandates, okay? Let me, let me ask you that. Gerard, what, I see what, what you're trying mind? to do. It's not going to work. Good luck. Because you got to answer the question. I already said I'm not agreeing with mandates. Should I speak, say it in Spanish? By, 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 the, by the way. No quiero mandates, let me, Gerard. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So you guys can, we can go back and watch the rewind afterwards. But uh, uh, so, so let's go back uh, uh, and talk about New York, okay? Go back to New York. And I'm actually... Like literally think a guy yesterday said, what do you have so much about New York? You know, people in real estate, this, I said, I said you don't even know how bad real estate is in New York right now. Mm. You're paying a quarter of what the price of a property is worth in New York. Commercial right or residential? No, residential, bro. Oh. You, you're buying a $40 million property for $10 million. People are just dumping shit right now in New York, right? And no joke. Like This is actually not a bad time. If you want to capitalize of stuff, banking the fact that New York's going to come back to normal in the next four to eight years, it's not a bad time to buy, you know, some real penthouse type of properties or prime location over there. It's not a bad time to make an investment if you think New York's going to come back wrong. But here's what I want you to think about. Imagine we're in New York right now. So imagine I decided to go move the podcast and move the media company to Greenwich because we were talking about moving to New York. Okay, mm-hmm. remember when the conversation yeah, was of Greenwich was at the top of the list, and we're going to go to Greenwich. We're, co- we're cool with your decision, Dan but I want you to think about this. Imagine, imagine you fast forward the move one year. Okay, meeting. We move to Greenwich. COVID happens six months later. Actually, go there. Okay, Horrible so timing. we move to Greenwich. COVID happens six months later. Our office we set up is in New York. In shut, Manhattan. Shut down. Okay? So think about that. And we're running this podcast, and you're walking the streets of New York, and you're coming to podcasts, and you have to go through all, and then we want to go have lunch, and we want to go have dinner, and we're the Casa D'Angelo, we're going to whatever, the, the, the Louis Bossy play, we're going. You want to do that, and you're going through the mandates that they're offering. How long until you say, when the hell are we leaving this place? Mm-hmm. Okay? So now imagine the people that are living in New York who love New York, who love they're Mets, they're Yankees, they're Jets. Well, maybe not the Jets. They're, they're Giants. Not they're, the Jets. you know, they're uh, whatever you call them. Give me the sports. Giants. Rangers, yeah, Giants. The, the Islanders. The Islanders. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff, honest. right? Say all these guys that love these sports teams. And you're like, you know what, dude? I just can't do this anymore. I got to go. The, the, the tipping point for the exodus for California has just begun. People thought it happened when these guys left or whatever five years ago. No. Mm-hmm. no, no. Five, six years ago, people left that foresee, were seeing what was going to be taking place. The mass exodus in California is just about to begin. The mass exodus in New York is just about to begin. The more they push back on things like this, guys going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm just going to be moving out. And it's not even a Republican's moving out or an independent's moving out or a libertarian's moving out. I'm just, I just want to be free. I'm just leaving. I'm going to go do my own thing here, and I'm going to choose a different state. They haven't even gotten a flavor of it. But here's a, here's a question you got to ask yourself. Think about the people at the top of the Democratic Party, Okay. Who's at the top of the Democratic Party today? I'm not talking Obama's the face. I'm talking at the top. Pelosi, okay? Pelosi, AOC, Biden, Schumer. I'd Kamala probably put. I put. I put well, Pelosi. Feinstein is very, very important. Feinstein. Let's say those guys. But let's just say Pelosi at the top. Do you think Kathy is somebody she likes more than Cuomo? Who do you think she likes more? I think she Kathy. likes Kathy. I think she likes Kathy. Yeah. Because Kathy's doing what they're Following standing for, same as California, Newsom, all that other stuff. They're going in that direction. 
Everything, like even Michael Burry, I got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about with Michael Burry. Okay, can you pull up Michael Burry's article from yesterday or today? Today is today the 27th or the 28th? 28th. Yesterday, Burry comes out with an article. Uh, uh, he said a few things. So this is a business insider story yesterday. The big short investor, Michael Burry, warns the stock market boom, reminds him of the dot-com bubble and rings the alarm on options mania. Okay, go to the bottom. He, uh, 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 Burry, uh, said the current market boom reminds him of the dot-com bubble. Frenzy of rampant speculation that uh, uh, precipitated the Great Depression, a flurry of uh, recent tweets that has since been deleted. He does that quite often, by the way. The Scion Asset Management, by the way, which since 2015 has given returns of 26%, (laughs) is what his management, uh, 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 asset management company has done. Tweeted a screenshot of financialweb.com stock chart, the defunct. uh, The defunct company behind Stock Detective and other financial information websites saw its share prices uh, uh, take a nosedive from a high of $28 to a fraction of a cent following the dot-com crash. A very common chart back in the day, Burry said, looks vaguely familiar. Moreover, the hedge fund manager compared the bull market during the 15 years of 2000 to the run-up in the stocks over the last 15 years. He highlighted a 94% correlation between the Nasdaq 100's performance in each of the periods and a 95% correlation for the S&P 500 index. So he continues. He continues to compare to 1929, what's going to be happening, et cetera, et cetera. Now watch this. So I kind of looked at some of his positions and what he has. Here's his positions. Put options are investments what he thinks is going to go down. Call options is stuff that he thinks is going to be going up, okay? Put options. He has $730 million of Tesla stock. $730 million on put, a put? It's going to go down. Okay? Put is what he's got. He's got $280 million of shares of 20-year-plus treasury bond okay, ETFs. It's called TLT. Okay? On puts? On puts. Ooh. That's going to go down. He's got call options. That's really, ready? Bad. That's really bad for the country. Of treasury course it is. Down. But watch what he has call options on. Even though if you go to his Twitter uh, uh, profile, go to his Twitter profile that says Michael J. Burry. And it's like Cassandra or something like that. Very weird what his Twitter profile is. Go type in Michael J. Burry, uh, Michael J. Burry, uh, right there, Cassandra. One of Steve Carell's best roles. Look what hashtag he's got. Rest in peace, peace Alexi. You know who he's talking about. Rest in peace, Petrov. Boycott Amazon. Boycott Facebook. Boycott Coke. That's his hashtag in his account, right? And we'll read the article he has down here as well. Hmm. You know what he's got for his call options? And he just increased the amount of... uh, uh, money he put into this, 70% quarter over prior quarter. Highest money he's got of a company that he thinks is going to go up. Facebook, $327 million of call options. $230 million of Google. He increased that by 14% quarter over quarter. But he increased Facebook 71% quarter over quarter. He's got $130 million in McKesson. $58 million in Heinz, ketchup, like Heinz, like Kraft Heinz. $53 million in Walmart. $48 million in Cardinal Health. 43 million in CVS, 9 million of a fund that shorts treasury bonds. Let me say that one more time. A fund that shorts on treasury bonds. And this is based on three different things as he's looking at. Number one, inflation. Inflation is not going to affect any of the stuff that he has for call options with Facebook, Google, McKesson, Heinz, Walmart, CVS. He says inflation is not going to affect those guys at all. Inflation would affect Tesla. Treasury bonds, et cetera, et cetera. So number one is inflation. It's coming. Number two is interest rates are going to go up. It's coming. Number three, bond yields will increase, which means bond prices will decrease. And he is so certain that this is going to be taking place that he's putting his money where his mouth is. 
and he's predicting Big Short 2 is around the corner. This guy's not a dummy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say things like this. He's not a guy that's just getting up there and saying, let me, like Harry Dent wrote a book. Remember Harry Dent that said, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Harry Dent's old book, that he was saying the, the, it's going to be the biggest market boom ever. The Dow Jones is going to go to 43000 by 1999. I don't know the exact date. Can you put a Harry Dent uh, uh, prediction? You're talking about Michael J. Burry that a movie was written about, and he did something where everybody thought he was an idiot, mm-hmm. and everybody ended up calling him a hero because of a major prediction that he made. So if this is the case, and he's talking about a, uh, uh, where's his old book? The great, uh, he has an old book, The Next Great Bubble. The Roaring 2000s. Boom, the Roaring, yeah, he's made, uh, 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 yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's talked about where the market's going to go. He's called The Next Crash and a lot of stuff. But he wrote books where made a lot of sense, and then the opposite would happen. This is not him. This is Michael J. Burry, okay? He's got $730 million of Tesla stock he's shorting. It's not a small amount, guys. Why Tesla, of all things? Well, I, maybe the global shipping crisis has a, a factor in chips. that, too. Chips. Chips. Uh-huh. Shipping crisis. You know, a, he's never been able to meet his deadlines with cars. He's also been— When inflation goes up, people are not going to have money to go out there and just buy stuff like that. He's also been against Tesla in, in terms of their market cap versus their output of cars for a long time. So this isn't anything new, he's saying, with Tesla's overpriced, with the whole— uh, sledgehammer to souffle mm-hmm. kind of analogies. So he's cult, been talking about personality. this yeah, for the last yeah. year. Yeah, and how could you not think that Elon could get a little distracted with everything else he has? How much can Perhaps. he really put into Tesla that's necessary? How long is the put and how long are the call options? Do you know? Does he say? Does he give a duration on you, it? You can probably go out there and find the timeline to see what's going on. But the, but the point is, when a guy like this talks, you have to pay very close attention. By the way, this leads to the next thing. With crypto. And by the way, he's predicting crypto is also going to take a massive hit. He's not saying crypto. Mm-hmm. He says crypto is on the list of getting their asses handed mm-hmm. to them because you saw what happened with China, yeah. right? China declares mm-hmm. all cryptocurrency Bandit. transactions illegal. You saw Bitcoin took a hit. Ethereum took a hit. Everybody took a hit mm-hmm. uh, with that. So uh, a China central bank has announced that all transactions of cryptocurrencies are illegal, effectively banning digital tokens such as Bitcoin. Fluctuations there often impact the global price of cryptocurrencies and the price of Bitcoin fell by more than $2,000 in the wake of Chinese announcements. It is the latest in China's national crackdown on what is, what it sees as a volatile speculative investment at best and a way to launder money at worst. Trading cryptocurrencies has officially been banned in China since 2019 but has continued online foreign exchanges. But last week's announcement is the clearest indication yet that China wants to shut down cryptocurrencies trading in all its forms is what they mm-hmm. want to do. So... Burry is um, Burry's not a dumb. You know, he's got a track record. And if people yeah. thought he was crazy when he said the, no, the, bro, the housing guy's... market was going to crash. I think when you have that much credibility and you just look at the evidence, when you look at inflation, you look at the situation in China with Evergrande, the debt ceiling, inflation, global shipping shortage. I mean, there's just so many things that are stacked up against the stock market continuing to boom. Mm-hmm. And China, at the same time, they're showing their cards. They're also kind of telling the world, look, you know, here's the direction we're going. If you, right. There was a girl that was a star, social media star, with like 40, 50 million followers. Overnight, she disappeared. Shut they're like, down. what the hell yeah. happened to her? Like a huge the, star. The guy that was worth $38 billion overnight, his $38 billion is gone. Jack Ma says one thing in front of a, you know, talking against China. Hey, when's the last time you saw Jack Ma doing an interview with CNBC or MSNBC Never. or any of those And that guys? was a year ago. And that well, was a year did. ago. You talked so. about on Rogan about capitalism and communism and about lifting up individuals, but also awarding collective, the team, the yeah. collective. 
And that's kind of what China's doing is they don't want superstars. They don't want superstars. Yeah. And this is shining a spotlight on basically what China wants. They want to um, they want control. They want to, you know, have regulation all over crypto. But something that we're not talking about is because they're banning crypto and banning Bitcoin. Part of the reason is they want to develop their own digital one and, and, and sure. do all that. Sure. So they, they, you know, we talked about the social score on Rogan. You talked about that. China is basically trying to control your whole life and they don't want superstars. That's why the people like Jack Ma, you know, yeah, they go to re-education camps. Well, we, we talked about it on the last podcast, guys, that, um, you know, where's the epicenter of power in America? It used to be New York. It used to be D.C., maybe L.A. It's, it's all San Francisco now, all tech, right? We talked about it. And he's betting against America, not once, twice. He's saying treasury bonds are going down. That's betting against America. You're betting the country is, is, is about to, to be in, in big, bad shape. But you're betting on Facebook and Google. So if America is going down but tech is going up, I think that that kind of tells you where where the power within tech really lies. And we we talk, not to get too crazy with it, guys, but I mean, if if anybody out there wants to spend the rest of their day going down a fun rabbit hole, check out the Frankfurt School. Check out what critical theory is. We hear a lot about critical race theory today. Critical race theory is the latest incarnation of something called critical theory. Critical theory was a way that Hegelians and Marxists decided that they would try to implement communism in society. And basically, you have to break the wheel. In order, to, in order to implement a communist revolution, all right, worldwide communist revolution, now, I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm just saying if you want to do some fun reading, okay? Antonio Gramsci, who the president of Ireland just stopped and paid respects to at his grave on this the guy, way to this see guy, the Pope. This guy's not a good man here. This okay. is, you know, Antonio Gramsci. Not, not a good man. I don't know what kind of a man he was. His philosophy is very dangerous. So in order to bring in a global communist revolution, you have to break the wheel. All right? In times of prosperity, nobody wants revolution. So in order for them, if you believe in, in Build Back Better, if you believe in a future where you will own nothing and be happy, uh, in order for that to happen, uh, a crash is, is, is absolutely necessary. And they talk about it at length at the Frankfurt School. They talk about cultural hegemony. This is, guys, if, if you've studied kind of you know, political theory, if you've, if you've studied this stuff, a lot of this is like you're seeing a slow motion train wreck. Uh, it's it's kind of nuts, but just enjoy. Check out the Frankfurt School. I think you guys will get some value and some taming out of that. Even if there is this crash, that there's a crash. So how many crashes have we experienced? Ton. You know, so in, not a ton, you know, but say ten. Dot com boom. Yeah. I'm saying in the last twenty yeah. years, dot com boom lasted a, a year or so. Two thousand eight lasted a couple of years. Twenty. I mean, COVID lasted like six months, as far as the the, the market goes. So it's gonna crash. It's a crash. It's a housing crash. It's a market crash. If you're young and you're in the stock market and you have crypto, is are you really that worried? There's one it's thing more that, older people. But I tell you, one yeah. thing concerns me. Here's mm-hmm. what concerns me. I agree. You know how it's like? It's cyclical. It happens. It's yeah. cyclical. It happens. Evan this is flow. no different. It's cyclical. It happens. Mm-hmm. This is no different. It's cyclical. It happens, right? Okay, fine. Let's say it is only cyclical and it happens. There's one thing that's not normal. Um 40-plus percent of the currency was printed last 18 months. Right. That's a lot of money was sent free to people. Bro, we've not sent, like, money like that to people. We're just people are sitting on the sidelines saying, no, if you pay me this, I'll come in companies like, shit, this guy's only worth 18 bucks an hour at best. I have to pay this guy 28 bucks to come back to work. What the hell do I do? Okay, I'll give you 28 bucks. And okay, and you better not let me go at 458. And then it's like a very weird uh, dynamic that's going on today, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Employers are begging, and this is what they want. Employers are begging people to come back to work. And people are saying, nah, I'm good, man. I'm playing video games. I'm chilling. I'm playing Netflix. So how long when that goes do you get the person who want to come back and really give their best? I don't know. 
So that's one thing that leads to fake success. Now they're talking about another $3.5 trillion, which I don't know if you've looked at what's in the $3.5 trillion. Again, a bunch of other bullshit that they've added to the $3.5 mm-hmm. $3. trillion. Well, the Senate just struck it down. And so you saw what Biden what just said? There. You know what yeah. Biden just said with the money? Hmm. We're no Americans are not going to pay for it. This is not going to go to the debt deficit. <laughs> yeah. This is not going to go to our deficit. Zero, you will not pay anything dollars. for it. <laughs> it's going to pay for itself. Pelosi is saying... It's going to pay for itself. It's going to pay for itself. Sales job right there. And you know what she said again? Here's what she said. Look, Mm -hmm. let's just pass it so we can find out what's in it. Same line she's used in the past before. This is not a new thing that these guys are doing. So So are you saying that, and I give you three examples, 2001, 2008, 2020, that this potential crash would be worse than any of those? But go to each one. Go to each one. What is 01? Oh, one was just, you know, dot com boom. I bust, no, no, so, no. Oh, yeah. one. Oh, one. What, you're talking about 9 11? Oh, one? Talking about, no, well, it was 99. It, yeah, 99, 2000, okay, yeah. 2001, all that. Free money. Yeah. Private equity got into the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they started putting money to people that really didn't have the best idea. And it was just like it flapped. Okay? Just as long as it had a dot com behind it. Yeah. And then the, uh, well, that was the market. And then obviously 9 11. So it was a lot of fake money yeah. there, but it was created by who? The market created fake money, mm-hmm. okay, in 98, 99. The market. Over-evaluating companies. That's what right. The yeah. market. So that's cool. If the market creates fake success, guess what? You're going to take a hit. You're going to lose billions, and you're going to have to come back and treat it in a different way. That's a correction. Go to 07. That's a correction. Go to 07. What was, what was the deal with 07? Housing. Yeah, the housing. housing. A program comes from Australia called No Income, No Assets, NINA, okay, mm-hmm. where it's a pick-a-payment, and everybody's buying a... Million dollar house, Michael you can, Burry, everything. That's right, and the big about. short, yeah. and then what happens there? Fake success, yep. yeah. more fake success. So who takes a hit? A three hundred thirty billion dollar company called Wamu gets bought by Chase for one point nine billion dollars. Yeah. Well, there were some victims. Bear Stearns had to go down. Sure, um, but who else? Who else uh, okay, well, that's a lot of them. Down. There's it's a lot, a lot of victims. I mean, countrywide, you yeah. forget countrywide yeah, was like all over the place. Fremont investment, a lot. Big mortgage so, so, but then you go to today. So you said oh one. Right. 08 today. Today. What's well, the difference today? 2020, exactly. Well, 2020 is a co- right. COVID because if COVID doesn't hit, Trump's getting reelected. Mm-hmm. The economy was doing great. People were working. People were. We're talking about just stock market. The median crash. income had increased for the first time in 20 years. It had increased to 60,000 from 55,000 under his watch. Unemployment for everybody was Record fine. Low. Record low, blacks, Hispanics, women, in every way. Everything was good. China was having to kind of change back and kind of see what they're going to do with U.S. You know, ISIS, you didn't hear a single thing about ISIS, all that stuff. But Except, the tweets, Pat. But, but, but I will tell you, though, there's a part of that that he, he is his own enemy. There's, there's mm-hmm. nobody that's a bigger enemy than himself on what he did. But his, his policies, very effective policies. Mm-hmm. Then COVID shows up. And COVID becomes a great opportunity to do what? Build back Impose better. any ideas that you want. We could have been united and the enemy would have been China, but no. Instead of creating the enemy, because like right now, let's just say uh, 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 let's just say something happens in this building, okay? And the building uh, uh, is on fire, okay? When a building's on fire, there's a couple things the building could do. Like remember that one day the car was on fire, everybody's running. I'm on a board call. They're telling me, Pat, you got to go downstairs, all this other stuff. I don't know if you remember this. It was like four weeks ago, three no, no, weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. They told me not to come in that day. So guess what happened? Well, they tell you not to come in every day. Just, that, that was just, uh, just keep showing yeah, up. Just, and you still show up. The I don't know what you're doing. They, they've, resorted, they've resorted to starting cars on fire. But watch what happens that day. What happened that day when they told us it's a fire? Do you actually remember? No. We're going. Oh, you weren't here. So we ran downstairs. We're holding doors for each other. Come on, folks. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's go to. Because the enemy was what? The fire. fire right. Makes sense. Now imagine if somebody said, he did it. It's his fault. 
this guy did it. He's doing it. It's because of him. And we're like, who it's him? Kai. It's Kai. This guy. So, so the point is, rather than using COVID to unify America, mm-hmm. the left saw this and say, perfect hmm. opportunity to make Trump the villain. Ding, 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 oh. ding. You win. He's out. But the reality was China caused the great divorce. China's the one that caused the fire. That's the challenge that we have. And now fast forward to today, you give all this money to people for a while, and you get employers to go against employees. Everything right now is against, against. Employers against employees. Men against women. Mm-hmm. Parents against kids. Okay? Republicans against Police Democrats. Police against citizens. Police Doctors against citizens. versus patients. Whites against Schools blacks. Versus, uh, kids, Whites right? against blacks. Yeah. A, a church going against anti- Everything is mm-hmm. against. Adam against, versus Gerard. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it, it is that, my birthday. That constant against is what's causing us to be. Yeah, and it's becoming the new today. normal, which yeah. is which, which is what they want, and which is really really sad. So this is a very different thing, Adam. I, so I let me ask that question. I don't know how uh, does that affect the economy, though. But like all that makes sense. But w- w- what is that going to actually do for this crash? We this whole thing started with Michael Burry's predict, predicting this crash. Dude, another big short. Puts calls. I just options. told you. Yeah, right. I just told you. Forty percent of the money was okay, printed. That's what's gonna, inflation. So what's the prediction of what will happen? Inflation. It's impossible oh, to predict bro, because you, you, this isn't a market okay, creation. Okay, let me let me read this to you. No, no, let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. Costco, Nike, and FedEx are warning there's more inflation set to it. Consumers at holiday approaches CNBC story. Well, Costco, Nike, and FedEx are not politicians. They're not Democrats or Republicans. Mm-hmm. Costco has joined a long list of retailers sounding the alarm about escalating shipping prices and accompanying supply chain issues. The warehouse retailer was joined by athletic wear giant Nike and economic beltwethers. Uh, 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 FedEx and General Mills in discussing similar concerns. The cost to ship containers overseas has soared in recent months. Getting a 40-foot container from Shanghai to New York cost $2,000 a year and a half ago before COVID. You know what it is right now? $16,000. Let me say this one more time. Yeah. So Costco, Nike, and FedEx saying, guys, I'm sorry, we have to raise our prices. People are like, what do you know? You're not going to raise your prices. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. These containers, when we get our stuff from Shanghai, used to cost only two grand. Mm-hmm. We're paying eight times more today, sixteen grand a pop. The cost includes not only freight but also higher labor costs, rising demand for transportation and products, plus shortages and computer chips, oils, chemicals, and higher commodity prices. We can't uh, we can't hold on to all of those. Some of that has to be passed on to who? To us, and it is being passed on. We're pragmatic about it, said Costco CFO Richard Galanti. So basic mathematics here. You just saw what's going on. So you're asking a question, Pat, what, what is this, what is, how is this so different? Bro, it's not a little bit of inflation. If something increased from $2 million to, you know, if something increased from 10 bucks to 12 bucks, what do you say? Eh, whatever. If something you're buying normally goes from 10 bucks to 15 bucks, what do you say? Dude, that's a little weird. Wouldn't you say that? Like, think about what you buy every month. Imagine if the gym membership's 50 bucks a month. Do you complain? No. Imagine the next one, 24-hour fitness says, it's going to be 75 bucks next month. Now, let me give you a different one. Imagine 24-hour fitness all of a sudden says, we know your membership's been $50 a month for the last 10 years. Effective next month is 400 bucks a month. That's just what happened to these guys. How sustainable is yeah. that? What do you, where else right. do you get it from? Mm-hmm. And China, guess what China's going to say? Yep. Don't get it from us. Don't. Go elsewhere. Yeah, Where do you, you. go? Mm-hmm. Well, as a consumer, we have the option to say, well, sorry. Uh, no, you don't. No, but you don't. I'm not but getting you, it. But you don't have the, uh, you okay. don't have, you're not going to have uh, the option. Do you know why you're not going to have the option? Here's why you're not going to have the option. Okay. 
put two things that we can comp- com- companies that compete against each other. McDonald's, Burger King. Mm-hmm. Go uh, uh, Starbucks. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Coffee Bean. Okay. I would put McDonald's versus Dunkin' Donuts because the coffee is about the same price, right? Okay. So say I'm Toyota. Say I'm Ford, your GM, and I say, oh, man, dude, these just we gotta freaking do something. You know, let's raise the prices thirty percent. You're Ford. What do you say? We're gonna stake to the same prices. Okay, cool. Do it. One month goes by, two months goes by, three months, two quarters, three quarters, your CFO comes in. Uh, remember how you wanted to report your earnings and you wanted EBITDA to be higher? We have depleted our cash this much in the last three quarters. You sure you don't want to raise the prices? Oh, then the boy have a board meeting. Uh, CEO of Ford, listen, we're looking at the numbers and the profits in the last three quarters and we haven't risen prices, but GM has and Chrysler has and da-da-da-da-da has. What are we going to do to raise prices to match our competitors? And you're the CEO. What do you say? I don't think it's fair. Are you kidding me? The CEO's going to say, okay. All right, so the regular Ford Focus that was $22,000 is now $29,000. Who feels it? So there is, you, you don't have the choice anymore, Adam. Mm-hmm. You don't have another alternative. I, I'm, it's the illusion I, I, I of choice. I try to look at it from a consumer's perspective. Hear me out. Yeah. Okay, other than saving your money or investing and having yeah. a better asset yeah. allocation plan, yeah. what the hell are you going to do about it? Nothing. It is what it is. What do you mean? No, if no, it, what do you mean? Infl- as you as a consumer. If inflation like, helps your money, Other than you're save to, your money oh, and really? be smart with your really? money and invest really? wisely, what else are you going to do? <laughs> really, bro. Okay, so uh, how many people go to Costco? Millions, I'm sure. How many people ship stuff? How many people use FedEx? How many people ship stuff? Of course, a lot, a lot. Uh, Okay. You you don't have a choice but have that being felt. That's my point. It's like, all right, it is what it is. I have no say over this inflation. Of course you don't have say. Exactly. What's your point, though? That's my point, is that it is what it is. No, Other than being smart with your own money. That's not how this thing works. Because you know what comes next? What do you mean it is what it is, bro? You know what comes next? The dollar gets weaker. It's still the strongest currency in the world. The dollar gets weaker. The economy takes a hit. Mm-hmm. People are out there not knowing how to make an income. More division amongst everybody. Then you have more protesting. Then you have more rights. Then what the hell do you do? This is what comes next. This is not sustainable to go like this. You cannot have fake success for too long, bro. Listen, name any bodybuilder. There was a guy on YouTube that was had a YouTube channel, million and a half subscribers. I don't remember his name, but Penia, Piana, Piana, some, some name like that. And he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he said, for 20 years, I've been straight on steroids and growth hormone. For 20 years. He said that. For 20 years. Mm-hmm. And he did a video. He says, my hand used to be this big. Now it's this big. I used to be size 11 shoes. Now I'm 13 and a half. My hat used to be seven. Now it's eight and a half. Whatever. He ex- ex- tells you exactly, my heart used to be this size. He's this size. You know what happened to him three years ago, four years ago? What do you think happened to him? Guy passed away. Mm-hmm. Cool looking guy. Spoke very well. Was very mm-hmm. eloquent. Passed away. You cannot have fake testosterone for your entire life and you're overdosing on it. America's had fake steroids, growth hormone for mm-hmm. uh, how many, how long have we been at zero interest rate at the number that we're less than 1%? America's been on steroids and growth hormone for so long that the moment you get off of it, when you get off of steroids, your skin gets yellow because your body forgot how to produce testosterone. When America gets off of this all growth hormone and steroids, America's mm-hmm. economy is not going to know how to reproduce it. It's going to take a while. This is not like a, another 01 or 08. No, we're not talking about another 01 or 08. Yeah. This is catastrophic. Let me, let me, and, and the fact that Michael Burry has the audacity to go out there and talk about this stuff, more freaking power yeah, to absolutely. him. It's forcing us to have the conversation. It's, for somebody to actually make you question 
that inflation is not there. No, 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 no. And Powell, you, you're not talking about lightweight people. Yelling. People like that that are saying, no, this is normal. No, this is, what the hell do you mean this is normal? It's not lying. normal. Lying through their teeth. Yeah, but, but, but it's not, I don't think it's the lying through their teeth. Because I think that's not a Republican-Democrat thing. I think everybody's lying through their teeth. I think it's more the following. I think here's what it is, okay? I think it's more from the standpoint of, I'll look at it. Yeah, uh, I think press on one more time. I think it's from the standpoint of the following thing. Do your parents lie to you? Yeah. For how long? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. My whole life, is it, but it's for your it, own good. Is it good that your parents lie to you? In some cases. Think about the question right there. It depends on what they're lying about. White lies, whatever. I don't know. Let I mean, me ask you a question. You're yeah. four years old. Mommy, how are babies are babies are babies are born? Is it good for your mom to tell you exactly how babies are born? Probably not at that point. Probably not. They're lying to you, though, right? Parents lie. Do you think it's good to say uh, Santa Claus is fake at three years old to a kid? No. (laughs) But you're lying. Parents are liars. Mm -hmm. Okay? Fine. But you lied to me at three. Fine. Truth to spellers. Fine. If you're lying to me at 38, what the hell are we doing? I understand yelling lying. I understand there's a part of it. But, dude, this is no longer a time to lie. You have to come up and say, we have an issue, America. Here's what we need to start doing. Save the freaking money. Kick back a little bit, Mm -hmm. okay? Chill out with the spending habits. Let's kind of change some of these habits that we have. No more talking to American adults as if they're four-year-olds. You're scared shitless whether they're going to believe in Santa Claus anymore. Tell them the damn truth. I'm 40 years old. Santa doesn't exist. Tell me he doesn't exist. Tell me some of these things here. It's time for me to know. And these guys are treating adults as if they're kids. Well, no, you, inflation is going to hit us. Yeah. This is not something that's fake. This is not something yeah, that's just li- a rhetoric. They're lying because they think they're protecting us, right? And that's their that's their whole motive. And what's going to happen when all these thi- all these things do happen? The global shipping crisis. You're going to wa- watch the Christmas shopping this year. Wait till you see what you're not being able to get. Wait till you see how much your Nike shoes are getting jacked up. This is all real. I'll tell you another thing. Um, I can see any day six of these huge tankers or these huge vessels that carry all the goods from China. I can see them every day from my deck mm-hmm. with binoculars. They're out there. I don't know if they're coming in and they can't get in or if they've unloaded and they're heading back. I've never seen it before. But if you look at these aerial images of Long Beach or even in New York, there's 80 ships waiting mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. to unload. All this stuff is going to happen. So when you know, and, and then they think they could just put a Band-Aid on it with $3.5 trillion and just yeah. keep paying money. But who are we going to blame when this all does all the shit does hit the fan with inflation, with you're going to the grocery store and things aren't there and, and, and you can't order things on Amazon that you're used to. Will they blame the Democrats? And if, and if it coincides with a market crash, will that, Mitch McConnell, will that be the impetus to get people out? Mitch McConnell is just as much at fault for this as any Democrat, number one. Number two, I think the big difference here, guys, and you both made really, really good points. The big difference is here, your parents lie to you because they love you. You know, they want to protect you. These politicians are lying to us because they think we're stupid, and they want to protect themselves. And they want yeah. to protect they want to protect their jobs, and they want to protect their 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 Q score, and they want to protect their chance at reelection. All right, your parents lie for your own good. Politicians lie for their own good, and that's something that needs to be understood. Bernie yeah, knows so what he's talking about. <laughs> Democrat, what's this? Democrat so represent told th- colleagues when you were talking about the yeah. fact that this is kind of like an engineered crisis. Yeah. They, they're not hiding that. This is from March of last year. This is the majority whip. The House Majority Whip, the number two Democrat in the entire Congress, okay, Uh, Tim Clyburn. This is when COVID was raging. Everything was just getting shut down. We had no idea. We thought that this was the Black Plague still, okay? New York was completely empty. His response is, 
the coronavirus is a tremendous opportunity to restructure things to fit our vision. This has been played out, guys, for 18 months. This is not new. As soon as this thing happened, all right, as soon as this thing happened, people in power saw this and said, okay, open the piggy bank. Let's get our, let's, do you want the Green New Deal? Here it is. What do you need? Who are our donors? Let's get it to them right here. And they didn't lie about it. This was one of the times where they said the quiet part out loud. Mm-hmm. The coronavirus is a chance to fit this world. Yeah, I mean, to, I, know, I, I, I get that. And by the way, listen, both sides are opportunistic and what they're doing. Both sides are opportunistic. You, you have to know. But one side is wanting to put the more, more the onus on you. The other side wants to put the onus on rich people. So one is saying, look, you can do something about your life. The other side is saying, no, poor you. You can't do anything about your life. You're a victim. Let us help save you, right? One is trying to be your hero. The other one's trying to say, why don't you do something about yourself? Because when you win, you feel better about yourself. When you accomplish something, you feel good about yourself. What happened when you won a game? You felt good about yourself. What happened when you got that job and you got a promotion? You felt good about yourself. What happened when you got, you know, first $10,000 in a bank? You felt good about yourself. What happened when you bought your first car without needing mommy and daddy? You felt good about yourself. Mm-hmm. This is all confidence-boosting opportunities, right, that we have. One side saying, no, you don't understand. You are a victim. You, you're not as smart as them. We, we know what we're doing. We know what's best for you. The other side is saying, I believe in you. I think you're capable. Why don't you go do something about it? Let's go. And, and, and I think you can pull this off. Let's see what you got. How bad do you want it? It's a different level of coaching on what you got. It, it, so I'm not surprised that this is taking place. All I'm saying is when it comes down to the numbers right now, what we're talking about, mm-hmm. Adam, this is not the same thing here. Yeah, but w- when was this, this speech that he gave? March that 2022. Saying, the, so 2020, March, last March year. 2020. 23rd, yeah. Okay. So Trump was still president. Republicans still controlled the Senate at that point. Yeah. Trump, you know, one thing that I love about Republicans is they'll talk about, lo- you know, not spending as much, lo- lowering the deficit, balancing the budget, and then they don't fucking do it. Like Trump spent as much money and uh, with stimulus as any Democrat ever. So wait, rhetoric wait, wait, is one wait, thing. Stop, stop, stop. Rhetoric is stop, one thing. Stop, and then what they actually stop, do is another. Stop. Who has to pass it? Who has to pass the stimulus? House okay. and who Senate. Control- and the president has to sign who off con- on who it. Controlled, who controlled the House? Democrats had the House, okay. Republicans had the Senate, and Trump was president at the time of this story. So what does he do at a point like that? The Say, point, listen, this isn't a debate. He passed it. No, 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 but it's not do, about do, he passed it. Do you they, remember how They it create a climate for it to be passed. So fine, mm-hmm. now go there. Do you think at the time when he passed it, it was necessary? They held the country at the hostage. Time. Now I'm asking you, do you think at the time it was necessary to pass it? In hindsight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's necessary today to do a three and a half trillion dollar bill? I don't know. It just seems like a lot of printing of the money. Like to your point. Okay. So so, so what's a, it's a slippery slope. So so but, but the, uh, you're you're basically trying to say like I don't know what your intention was, but at the time of this speech that reinvent the wheel. When or whatever, we did the podcast, did we support it? When, did we do the podcast in March of twenty? We started when I think, we were in June talking about it. Did we support it? Did we support it? I think it was that we had an open forum debate okay. about it. Yeah, but were we like, exactly. hey, let's go out there and spend all the money? Was I for printing money no, nonstop? No, no, not at all. Am I a guy that's saying, let's keep printing money and keep mo- give money away to people? No. No. But if you shut me down and I'm California and I can't get out, you don't have the right to shut me down without paying me. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you, hey, you can't come to work. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. bro. What do you want me to do? I have to take care of my family. At least pay me. We have to pay you. You can't do one without the other. 
Because if you do, and if they don't pay, remember what the conversation we had with they said, if they don't pass this year, what do you think is going to happen in the streets? People are going to find a way to get their money. How do you get them to get their yeah, money? Yeah. Remember there was like a three-month period where people were worried on the streets yeah. what's going to be happening? You don't mm-hmm. remember the crime was yeah, up? Of course. Breaking into houses? Do you forget those stories? So you can't corner one side and put people in their houses and tell them you can't get out and not have to make that move. That's not the case today. But today they want to do more than they did a year, yeah, a year yeah. ago. My point is this. Do Democrats not know how to balance budget? The last time we had a balanced budget was under Bill Clinton. Let's not forget that. Yeah. The last this, time we had a balanced budget. This is and not, Newt so, what, okay. what part, Sure. What but part of, let's, what not, part let's of, not pretend that Republicans of, don't spend money what, too. What part of this conversation is left or right? What part of this conversation is left or right? I think Gerard's point was no, that it was a Gerard's left thing. Gerard's point no, is no, a different no, no. Yes, I'm That's talk- my point. My point on this was that this isn't a market correction that we're hearing. This isn't a market correction that we're living through. My whole point of bringing this up isn't Democrat-Republican. It's the fact that this isn't a market correction against you know uh, uh, f- free money in the marketplace or, or a derivative problem. This is a government-created okay. problem. All right, let's change it up here. Caroline, can you please bring the bottle of water for me, please? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, let's do this. It's oh. Gerard's birthday, <laughs> so we have to sing for him, and we got him a cake. Nice. All right, if you guys ready on three, let's do hey. it. On three, one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Gerard. Happy birthday to you. What's your wish? Tell us. Uh, I want world peace. Uh, that makes a lot or of I'll sense. kill you on my way to get oh, it. Nice. Happy birthday. I'll kill you. Breakfast. I want world peace, even if I have to get it by force. We should have uh, had this at the beginning of the show. Get a little uh, yeah, sugar man. rush. Oh, thank you, know, you guys yeah. so much, man. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Jar. Um, Just Venmo us when you can. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and if you need What'd some... What'd you say? Venmo? Just yeah. Venmo us when you can. Is there, <laughs> can, I, can I get a fan to blow out the candles or something like that? I don't know how this goes. Ooh. In today's world. Ooh, wow, very politically <laughs> correct. Anyways, gang, we're going to do it again on Thursday. Uh, go Thank give uh, Gerard some love. Put his Instagram account there in the comment section, Kai, so people can go give him love and give him a follow. Uh, good conversation today, good commentary. Tom, glad to have you Thanks here. Thanks for having me. Take care, guys. We'll see you again on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.